All right, friends, family, team, it is season 11, episode 10, and holy cow, we got a great episode for you. We got Brad Klein on cloud nine, on cloud Klein, if we want to get real tropical with you. Um, We got his interview to start, and then he's going to stick around to talk some sports, talk some shop with the fellas, and uh, all in all, thanks for coming back. And let's just, for the love of God, put it all together. It's a washed up podcast. Can we now just get it? You can come get me. I'm in the All right, so we do have the uh, Houston Astros-Minnesota Twins game on in the background, so if you hear anybody gasp, it's not because somebody dropped a lot of knowledge, it's probably because something happened in the game. Or, or it could be. Could be the other one. Could be. We'll see what Brad has in store for us. But, um, Brad, we like to get the ball rolling with a couple of washed-up questions. So, how tall are you? I'm 6'1". Six, 6'4", six, I'm even going to give you. <laughs> Thank you. That, that was my college height. You know, and then when you go to the NBA combine, they, uh, everyone shrinks about three inches. So my theory is that if you're six foot on the dot, you're fucked. You got your six foot. That's all there is to it. People can tell that, but if you're over six foot, why not ever just give yourself a couple, three, four inches? (laughs) There's probably a good lead in there about giving somebody a good three, four inches that I could probably give you. Yeah, that would have been good. And I wish I was smart enough or witty enough to have that be the joke, but I'm being dead serious. And (laughs) I know not everybody else thinks the way that I do and can tell like how big things are. I look up on a daily basis how big a whale actually is because I just can't fathom it. But if you said to someone, hey, I'm 6'4", they'd be like, eh, probably not. But if you told me you were 6'4", I'd be like, yep, sounds yeah. right. Hey, the blue whale is the largest animal to have ever existed on planet Earth. So, yeah. hey, you live at the time of the biggest animal. The second biggest is Cliff here. Yeah. Oh, gasp. Oh, wow. Now, yeah. I think you're going to fit in quite nicely. <laughs> I'm here. Press who? No, yeah. I, right. I got the sports knowledge. I got the weird animal knowledge, too. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. You have no idea. We'll get into it. It's that extra um, inch that gives me the extra knowledge that's useless for bar trivia. So that's why I can't retain it. Because I watch every planet Earth that there is times a thousand. People are like, oh, so you're probably knowledgeable about animals. I'm like, no. I, I just watch it and I retain nothing. But I love it. It's good stuff. So what happened? Like being short sucks. Like <laughs> I'm happy you're here, but not really anymore. Um, are we the same height? <laughs> the next question based on the height is, are you six, four? I'm six, six. Fuck. Nice. Uh, <laughs> the next question leading after that is, have you ever dunked? Yes, I have. Boom. Wow. I, thought, I have. I thought I liked you. <laughs> Dude, when I was like 10, I bought that air alert off the internet and I was like, give me my hops. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, uh, when I was in college, I played on the club basketball team. I helped start it. And, uh, my whole goal in college was get up there. Don't just touch the rims, throw one down. And I did, uh, once in a game and probably where I peaked as an athlete. Can you articulate a little bit of the feeling that you had <laughs> when it happened? 
Um, I had faked a guy out on a two-on-one breakaway. Oh, so this was in a game. This was in a game. Oh, oh wow. Fuck. Major props. <laughs> Not this. Yeah. Dude, dude, it was uh, coming down the right side of the court. Guy on my left, you know, pump fake to him. The defender turns his back thinking, because I was our best guy on the left side. And of course, like everybody gives it up to him for him to jam. Yeah. And so he turned his back on me and I went, this is my chance. You know, <laughs> went up there and I thought like I pulled the ball back, you know, LeBron James Tomahawk <laughs> style. Uh, my girlfriend at the time had it on video, man. I just put the ball up, like just barely got over the rim, <laughs> threw it down, pulled that rim down and screamed. Like I had just won the same dunk competition. In, in that moment. <laughs> In that moment, did it really just feel like you were the only basketball player in the world? You were dude, just dude like, I about walked over to the basketball arena and said, put me on the team. Yeah, okay. Thank you. <laughs> Let's go. I, I can only imagine, which sucks, but I just, when I do imagine, I feel like that's the only feeling you could have. It's just euphoria and just pure dominance over everybody else on planet Earth. There, There is no greater feeling in my life. I know like swishing a shot is beautiful, dunking it, especially in a game where you just faked out a dude and you basically just crossed him over. Yeah. You're just like, I'm untouchable. Yeah. This is, this is what it feels like to be on the mountaintop, which is why I think LeBron is still in the league. Yeah. Because you can dunk. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever, yeah, no one's knocked him off the mountaintop because he just throws down hammers. Yes. It's not being averaging 27 points, 10 rebounds, and nine assists. No, no. It's just the fact that he can dunk. I fucking love that. And I may start to like LeBron now because I'm just going to put that in my head. That's ridiculous. Because it makes so much sense. Like Vince Carter stayed in the league for so goddamn long. Play till like COVID. This yeah. It's all starting to make sense. <laughs> the dunkers just, once they can't do it anymore, it's like, okay, now I got to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a video of Dr. J at like 60 something still dunking. And I'm like, that's what the doctor ordered. Oh, oh, a dunk yes. a day keeps the doctor alive. Oh. Because it didn't keep him away. He's still playing. He is the doctor. <laughs> I think Dr. J could probably go over to certain uh, countries' leagues and probably still drop a triple-double. I know. That's what's just- Oh, 100%. That's what one if, of the things I want to create is like a senior league. Like, you know how golf has this, mm -hmm. their senior tour? Like, if we just had a senior league for the NBA, sure, it wouldn't be like the most entertaining, but you would finally get a grip on how athletic and how good these motherfuckers really were because they could still do it like yeah. that. Oh, absolutely. It's fucking insane. My, uh, my wife's a physical therapist and she saw an older guy who plays in a 50 and up ice hockey league. Oh my God. His team name, the Jerry Hattricks. That's oh, awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. I love, I love that shit. Like names with teams and stuff like that. Yeah. Here's a quick question before we ask you our last question of the washed up. What would your guy's name be if you had to combine your two favorite athletes and then your last name? Mine would obviously be Peja McGrady Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Can you think of yours? Um, that is tough. Probably Alan Ichiro Clifford. That's so good. Either of you two? Skip me. Brad, you go. <laughs> Skip me, Colonel. Yeah, there we go. Michael Carey Klein. Oh, wow. Uh, or how about Michael Wood? Because are you talking about Carey Wood? I'm talking about Carey Wood. Yeah. Oh, amen. Carey Jordan? Kid, Kid K. 
I mean that that that's that's the dude. Yeah, growing it, up, yeah, really was that I, dude. I dressed up as Carrie Wood one year in third grade for Halloween. Beautiful. And uh, I, my mom, you know, took it on her old film camera. We printed it out. I mailed it to the Cubs, uh, being like, <laughs> I don't know what'll happen. Somehow it ended up in Carrie Wood's locker, and I got a handwritten card back from him. And I was like, this is the greatest day of my life. And then I realized when I was like 24, 25 around same age he was, how cool would it be if a kid dressed up as you last Halloween? Of course. So I was like, this is it. So because I got a nice handwritten card back from him, yeah, you're going up on my Mount Rushmore of athletes in my life. Uh, You know, Jordan, the goat, Uh, love him as a player. Probably not the best person off the court, but it doesn't matter. matter. (laughs) You're you're the goat on the court. Uh, Yeah. Just that's, that's where I'm going with it. So when you were in third grade, did you just run around chucking fastballs at people? (laughs) 20 strikeouts a game. It's, it's the only day. It's the only day I got away with it. Yeah. <laughs> this guy just pegged me in the head with a fastball. I'm Kerry Wood. Oh, okay. The, the, the best part was I walked up to him with a piece of chalk and just put a backwards K. He Hell didn't yeah. swing. <laughs> <laughs> or no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm taking that one back. Caught you looking. Ooh. Oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> so that leads us into our last question. Are you oh, washed you, up? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, we did skip him. Are you back? Do you know? Oh, yeah. Did oh, you get Justin Rose Colonnade? Okay. Wow, that's actually very good. Justin Rose. That's good. For I, I was thinking about Joakim Noah. For Justin Thomas, the golfer? <laughs> yes. Yeah. If, yeah. Or, or for Mr. Fields. Mr. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> Brad, mm-hmm. are you washed up? Professionally or recreationally? It's up to you. It's okay. You want to think of it. I am not washed up. Hell yes. Oh. I am not washed up, man. I'm still playing 16 inch softball multiple times a week. I'm hitting the pickup basketball games with random people. Hey Brad, hate to hate to be the bearer of bad news. That is the epitome of washed up. <laughs> Great. And you know what? I am proud to be washed up with you guys. Yeah. So we're changing the narrative on washed yeah. up. Everybody thinks it's like the person who just doesn't do anything professionally anymore. But washed up is really just you're keeping your competitive edge, but you have you have a fifty percent belief in your head that you're still gonna make it to the professionals. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, there, there's no doubt. Actually guys, I actually signed a contract with the bulls the other day, $10 million. Yeah. Hell yeah. I just can't get them to sign it either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get you so many times. Yeah, tonight, yeah, Brady. Really good there. And I was like, Oh, that's where the warm up came from. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't forge a signature. Oh, man. You know, you try, but Jerry Reinsdorf, man, the reason why he has so much money, nobody can forge that signature. That's he actually could. probably true. Dude, I would have been signing free agents for him for days. If this, if his signature was worth forging. Yeah. LeBron James, boom, back in the day. He probably uses a pen from like 1920 with certain ink that you can only like certify with this fucking pen. That motherfucker. He has like a quill, like a little feather. For sure a feather pen, for sure. He's got those pens from the 90s where as you write, it changes colors as you go. (laughs) They don't make them anymore only for rhymes. But but also they're scratch and sniff, so you're like, oh, this one's blueberry. Fuck, don't say that. Smells so funny. <laughs> this one's the prohibition. Oh, oh, showy, oh duty. <laughs> um, all right. So we got the, uh, you're still an athlete. Um, we got the washed up questions out. Um, but let's do a little bit of your comedy career. So you are a Coda comedian, child of deaf adults. I am. You do your stand up in ASL and English. Mm-hmm. Um, another one of your accolades is that we have done a sketch show together. We have. That is um, really marked that one down, Brady. Um, it, it was it was a magic sketch show. 
Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, apparently, neither one of you guys came to see it, but whatever. It's I was neither. in the spirit. We yeah. could have solved this <laughs> off camera. <laughs> <laughs> and you've gained one hell of a following across all your social medias. That's pretty fucking cool, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, Don't I'm, be humble. I'm, I'm uh, fine. <laughs> Sorry. Don't I got any powers. I, I got to, uh, it's like, it's like dunking, right? I got to get up there. I just got to rip it off my chest and yeah. say, yeah, that's me. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm taking up space. People think I'm humble. I just don't have anything to brag about. <laughs> there, there <it> is. <laughs> so I want you to brag about yourself. Uh, yeah. I, I, if I uh, turn off the humility, yeah, it's really cool to uh, have built up this really cool following of uh, followers, fans, people within my stand-up comedy career. Um, yeah, I do it in American Sign Language and spoken English. Uh, both my parents are deaf, so my first language is sign language. Uh, started doing it in sign language and English at the same time because my parents would come see my sets. And I was doing tiny comedy clubs, open mics. They can't afford to have an interpreter come in mm-hmm. uh, under the American Disabilities Act, they're not required to, but I've watched my parents be left out of so much growing up. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to sign my set while I do it. This is how I talk to them anyway. Right. Um, so I did that. My parents felt very included. And then all of a sudden they're like, you, they told your friends, you have to come see Brad perform. You have to do this. You have to do that. And all of a sudden I, before I realized it, you know, a fourth, half of my audience was deaf, hard of hearing or preferred sign language. So I kept doing it and just evolved my set to be all about growing up with deaf parents and having a lot of fun with it. And then, uh, you know, we did our sketch show together, which was amazing. And I loved it, you know, writing for it, doing some silly stuff, but uh pandemic hit can't really do improv and sketch over right. zoom, but you can do stand up, doing a bunch of charity fundraisers and dedicated it in, uh, made some videos with my parents and about, you know, the difference between me being hearing in a deaf world, them being deaf in a hearing world. And they've done incredibly high numbers. I mean, I randomly made a video while going to France last May about how the airplane didn't have captioning. Yeah. Yeah. And that is my most viral video to date with almost 5 million views. And I mean, I made a joke about fast and the furious there, which I mean, family, 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 family. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's been amazing. I love doing it. I love writing videos for my parents and then doing, you know, my standup on the side and, uh, just having fun with it. And most, more, most importantly, uh, getting everybody aware of what deaf culture is like. Yeah. Um, to me, it's just like somebody else who says, oh, you know, my parents are from Vietnam or my parents are from, you know, Cambodia or from France or from Spain. Great. Right. Just to me, it's a characteristic. It's like me having brown hair and someone else having blonde hair. Yeah. Um, so why not let you guys into the world that I'm in? And uh, I get to be this cool liaison. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think it's the coolest thing ever that you are doing something that's educational and raising awareness while also being funny for me. And I know this isn't all about me. The world's not all about me, but for me, <laughs> if you can make me laugh while teaching me something, I'm going to retain that. And I think it's unbelievable. And I really praise you for doing so. Thank you. Thank you. I just think it's ironic that I'm on a uh, audio podcast uh, yeah, talking no. about this. <laughs> I have the same thought. (laughs) Trust me. I thought about it uh, while I was, you know, heading over here and just being like, yeah, this is, uh, this makes perfect sense. Right. Uh, No, it's, it's fantastic. So I'm probably just going to transcribe this. Yeah. uh, And then, you know, send it all over to my deaf friends and my deaf family and everybody. Yeah. Perfect. Hell yeah. And it's, it is amazing though, when someone is truly passionate about something, you can hear it, how they talk about it and how you articulate it. And how, and it's amazing how you already have talked about it. We've been here for five minutes. 
I, yeah, it's, it's the thing that, uh, I don't want it to sincerely, you know, define this is who absolutely, I am absolutely. at the same time. I am incredibly proud of my parents. I'm incredibly proud to have grown up in the deaf community. It's a rich culture. It's beautiful. And most importantly, you know, I think at the same time, I like being a little bit of an activist. I like being like, Hey guys, like yeah. let's look out for people. And I've kind of made captioning my big you know, advocacy thing recently, mm -hmm. uh, because captioning doesn't only just help people who are deaf, hard of hearing or have trouble, you know, hearing in general, this is across the board. I mean, if English is not your first language, you learned English by reading it. Um, you know, I, I have a day job in social media marketing and, you know, I went to this disability conference and Microsoft, one of their big people was like, yeah, we noticed when we started adding captioning to our webinars and everything, all of our employees around the world understood our message so much more because we had different people with different accents on stage mm -hmm. from all over the country, all over the world. But the text was always the same. So, they saw a huge lift in that. And then we're not even counting, you know, the fact that we're watching like four screens at once. I mean, we're on this podcast and we've got a baseball game on the TV. <laughs> yeah. So you miss something, you're chewing your popcorn too loud. You can always read, you know, right. the subtitles on the thing. So why not have it and let people turn it off if they don't want it? But, you know, accessibility for some is accessibility for all. And, you know, captioning is essential for some people, but mm -hmm. it's useful for everybody. So I love doing that. I love, you know, bringing people up to it. But most importantly, if I can make you laugh while making you learn, then uh, you're much more likely to, to retain it. Absolutely. How and, did you know that it's always popcorn for me? Because <laughs> uh, I, I, I could see it in your eyes. I'm a popcorn head too. I, I, we know how to pick each other out. You know why? <laughs> Cause we're amazing. Yes. Oh. Yes. You're just blowing Brady's mind right now. And uh, my favorite person, not let alone guests. Yeah. <laughs> um, and once this episode does blow up, we'll have enough of a budget to get video. And then I will be doing the captioning for uh, the whole podcast. And then we'll have you on again. It's going to be a whole snowball effect. It's going to be great. I love it. And you know what? I can show you some apps where we can automatically caption it and then easily edit the Perfect. captioning right after it. It's what I use for all my videos too. Uh, yeah. Just got to have some fun with it. Yeah. No free ads. So way to keep that to yourself. I love that. Um, well, they're free apps. So, I mean, I really, you know, I, if, if I was making money, trust me, I would, I would be bringing the snacks for the podcast here. A lot of popcorn. Lots of popcorn. We would Man, have our own probably. I would love if Garrett's popcorn would sponsor me one that of these days. Awesome. Chicago style popcorn for a Chicago style comedian. Oh yeah. I don't see any. It writes I, itself. I, I, the best part is I I'm sweet, just like the caramel, but I'm a little cheesy. Just like yeah. the cheesy pops. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah, you I'm are. telling you guys. I'm <laughs> so secure with yourself. I love that. <laughs> hey, hey, my, my nickname in high school, we had a dodgeball tournament, whole school, and we all had to get, you know, last names on the back of everything. My team were like, no, we're doing nicknames. Um, and everyone had to pick somebody else's and we did it blind. Some, the person who got mine made me mac and cheese because I was the cheesiest. <laughs> hey, I like that. It fits for you. Cheesy it's works fantastic. every single day of the week. I mean, so the thing is like cheesy pickup lines when you're trying to date somebody, when you use them once, they're annoying. But if you walk up to somebody who you're into and you're like, hey, I'm really cheesy and you own it. And then you tell them like four or five in a row. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden you're funny. Yeah. So when you walk up to somebody and go, hey. Is your dad a baker? Because he made you a cutie pie. Yeah. And then you immediately switch to, you know, a whole bunch of other ones. Every, 
you're basically guaranteed at least a second date with that person. And you're also trying. Like, exactly. you're showing that you could try. My favorite one is, are you from Canada? Because I'm Niagara Falling for you. And then I realized <laughs> that Niagara Falls is also in the United States. Hmm? <laughs> That's about, I, I don't understand why it never works. <laughs> Stupid geography. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, the better side of Niagara Falls is on the Canadian side. Absolutely. I never met anybody who was both. So <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work. Uh, Brad, so I'm glad you brought up doing these videos with your parents. And I don't want to take credit away from you, but they are the stars of the show. I, I think they have to be because right. I'm hearing they're deaf. Right. And if I'm going to make fun of deaf culture, well, then I'm punching down. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I will be the first one to admit I have hearing privilege. I have the ability to be hearing in a hearing world. Mm -hmm. That being said, I'm also a comedian. I mean, we did a sketch right. show together. I'm used to writing scripts. I know how to make the... I know how to make the funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and like my parents are hilarious as well, mm -hmm. um, in just different ways. So I love, like, obviously, you know, they've been my parents for my all 34 years of my life. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I know dad, I know your style. Mom, I know your style. I can write for them. And then when we actually go to shoot, I'm like, make it your own. But like, we need to do this. And then every once in a while, I'll be like, no, that punchline is golden. Just <laughs> say the line like I wrote it. <laughs> I'm only saying that because it happened once. And my mom is like, I don't know. And I go, just do it. And now that video has like two and a half million views. Yeah. And everyone's like, I love that punchline. I was like, I know. I wrote it. Like, yeah, not a big deal. Not a big deal. It's me. It's me. So I, I was told to not be humble. So I am coming yeah, out please. guns a blazing. But yes, mom, my mom is a fantastic actress and comedian. Uh, all props to her. She's an amazing storyteller. It's probably where I get like my storytelling mm -hmm. skill from. Um, and I mean, I grew up with her. She's fantastic. And she'd always tell me stories. So, uh, yeah, I mean, what better than to share the spotlight? And I think it, you know, in the point, my parents have kind of been being deaf, have been kind of pushed off in a corner in society. Mm -hmm. Why not illuminate how awesome they are? And it, you know, I get to go do cool things on stage and, you know, different things like Laugh Factory and stuff like that. Like, right. let me give my parents who are now retired their moment to shine and show the world why I love my parents. That's awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Just give me the chills. <laughs> and then listen, I'm, I'm ignorant. So if I say anything wrong, let me know. No, no, here, here, here. Me, I'm going to say this right now. Uh, say whatever you want, ask whatever questions you want. There's nothing wrong with being curious and wanting to know more because that's how you learn. That's how you overcome it. Now, if you're going to, you know, make a, a deaf joke, then I'll, then I'll jump no, on you. But you're <laughs> absolutely not. Cause it the deaf jokes are my like, jokes. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, it's more going to sound like I'm trying to define your comedy, which I'm not no, no. whatsoever. Cause it's yours, but I think it. you're, you're showing what it's real life. Like, and people, like you said, pushed off in a corner and sure the word normalize is fine there, but you're showing that it, like, it's okay to laugh. And this is what you guys go through on a daily basis. And it's not really go through. It's how you live. And it's, it's fun. It's enjoyable. It's just like everybody fucking else. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest problem. Well, it's, it's the, it's the same thing where I have a lot of different friends who come from a lot of different backgrounds and cultures. Um, one of them likes to say that, Hey, when he talks about his parents who are immigrants, it's very similar to Chris Rock talking about, you know, growing up within black culture. Mm -hmm. He's saying, this is a safe space for me to let you guys laugh about some of the funny things that happen. 
and we're punching at the people who are being ignorant. Correct. I'm doing the exact same thing. I mean, one of my opening things is talking about that my dad had a saying growing up that being deaf doesn't make you dumb, but it sure can make people around you become dumb when they hear about it. <laughs> and, you know, people would call my house. I'm an only child. So I'm the one to answer the phone. And I'd say, oh, you know, they say, hi, is your dad there? This is AT&T. We'd like to give you a great deal on long distance service. We go, oh, no, my, my dad's deaf. And then their brains would break. Yeah. Um, uh, what, what do I do? Um, this script doesn't say anything about being deaf. Yeah, um, right. uh, I wasn't trained for this. Oh, I know. I'll just try again later. <laughs> be like, yeah, he's still going to be deaf when you call back. My, 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 uh, my, my dad's not expecting a miracle anytime soon, but uh, if it does happen, I'll be sure to call you back while you're eating dinner and let you know. You'll be the first I let Or, know. or uh, we were driving on a road trip one time. We stopped to get some food at a diner. I'm sitting there chatting with my parents in sign language. Waitress talks over. Hey, y'all, what do you want to drink? <gasps> I'm so sorry. Grabs the menus out of my parents' hands and zooms to the back. Parents and I looked at each other. What just happened? Then she comes out of the back looking as proud as can be, like she solved cancer with a chicken fried steak. <laughs> so sorry about that. Here you go. Hands my parents menus in Braille. <laughs> now for everybody listening who didn't laugh, Braille is for blind people, not deaf people. Get a good tip. <laughs> so I tell those two jokes on stage. I have, I have a couple other ones, um, but the one thing I'll do it like at a deaf party when people ask me to do it is usually the uh, diner. You, the manager did come over afterwards and he goes, I am so sorry about that. How's your meal? And my dad shoved his hands into his mashed potatoes and went, it's a good thing they're lumpy. <laughs> Yep. So I have, <laughs> I, I have so many jokes like that. Um, I have one that's more visual that obviously we can't do here until we get the sponsorship from Garrett's popcorn. Absolutely. Uh, so, Come on, you know, let's get that sponsorship. Mr. Garrett, if you're listening, this is the podcast to sponsor. Mm -hmm. We'll get that video and yeah, but see sign language being visual. I have a lot of visual jokes that go into all this, but yes, I mean, that's the kind of fun. Absolutely. Uh, I didn't make fun of deaf culture. Right. I just made fun of the hearing people who try to interact. And again, waitress's heart was in the right place. Absolutely. She wanted to be accessible. Mm -hmm. The thing was she went the wrong way. Absolutely blew it. <laughs> also, absolutely blew it. It's kind of crazy that a menu just like, she just came back with Braille menu. Like that's, I, it's kind of cool too. I, I love her enthusiasm. <laughs> <Yeah>. The enthusiasm <laughs> and the energy was Perfect. The it's, execution was horrible. The, 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 my biggest, my biggest gripe though is she never came back with a kids menu, so I never got to do that menu. Yeah. That, the, the, the maze. Come yeah. on. What about me? Need some extra fuck? crayons. This is bullshit. Man, this sucks. No. So I like again. There's nothing wrong with it, but it would have been great if she had just asked before mm -hmm. she did it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, I, heart's in the right place. Execution wasn't. And you know what? That's how you end up in my stand-up. Yeah. It's yeah. fucking and, great. And I, anytime I do poke fun at my parents, it's because they're my parents, mm -hmm. not because Rather, they're, yeah. because they're deaf. Now the fact that they are deaf allows me to get into situations that are different than the three of you. Um, like I really wanted to go to a party in high school and my mom wouldn't let me go. So I waited till my parents went to bed and then I snuck out. Came back midnight, one o'clock in the morning. Whole house was dark. I was like, yes, I got away with it. Then all of a sudden one light turned on and my mom starts yelling at me and yelling at me. Do you know how late it is? 
You had me worried sick. Don't talk back to me. I'll get the duct tape and the mittens. (laughs) 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 And then, hey, and then finally I had enough. I was like, mom, I don't want to hear your lecture anymore. Turned off the light. Didn't have to listen to her anymore. (laughs) I got grounded. Forever. Forever. Yeah, you did. So, yeah. That's... We didn't sneak out anymore after that. My, my mom has eyes in the back of her head. She she caught me at like 95% of the trouble I wanted to get into as a yeah. kid. Um, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's life. But again, like yeah. that's me being, uh, I'm making fun of myself in that story, right. uh, adding, you know, a fun little twist there at the end, uh, and having fun with it. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's also like, I say that joke and I'm like, well, I get to make that joke. I grew yeah. up with deaf parents. That's right. me. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And but that's that, that, what the awareness and all of that will do for. And then eventually one day you won't have to explain yourself like that. I know you have to now, but eventually we hope that you don't. And yeah. because we all get it. It's like it's right. your parents, and, no matter what and, happened. And right. Accessibility has come a huge, huge long way in the 34 years I've been alive. Um, I mean, my parents have seen generational changes. My mom used to not even be able, be able to use sign language in schools. Uh, they would slap her wrists. They would tie her hands to her desk if they caught her signing. Jeez. And then in uh, eighth grade high school, she finally, like the curriculum changed and said, this is language deprivation. As soon as my mom could use sign language, she's like, my learning, like it just opened up. It was mm-hmm. Pandora's chest, you know, positively and everything, you know, changed. And then my mom became a, a teacher in a deaf program at our old high school. And then they moved over to elementary school and she specific, she was the only deaf teacher in the entire program. Wow. wow. And so she loved it because she could literally tell these high school students, I sat in the same desks you did. Like, I swear, if you look under there, there's probably like a carving of my old boyfriend and I in a heart <laughs> and some used gum. Uh, but then, you know, she was able to be a positive deaf role model and encourage these kids to do it. Um, and that's, of course, you know, on top of technology, the fact that, you know, we have captioning assistants, we have, we're putting FaceTime, FaceTime. we have interpreters in school schools a lot more often, like we're or open to the things that differentiate us mm-hmm. and being accessible rather than, you know, uh, locking everybody into a, you have to pigeonhole you into this one thing. So it's great. I hope it keeps continuing. Um, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. And uh, as you talk about your parents, it's very obvious you've had a great relationship with them. Has this new upcoming like viral fame enhanced that or was it always this strong? It's been obviously like any parents, we've had our disagreements. Um, but no, I think this has strengthened our relationship. Um, the fact that we were able to have this positive output at the same time, it's still my parents and I at the core of it. It's still the three of us. I went over to their house last Saturday to shoot a few videos. And I mean, I got there and my mom, you know, wants to hear about work and she wants to talk my ear off about this. And, you know, (laughs) she wants to show me the latest Halloween decorations she got. And I'm like, mom, we got to start shooting. (laughs) It's still my mom. It's still my mom being my mom. She wants to pet my dog. Like at the heart of it, we're still, it's still the three of us. If Instagram and Facebook and all this were to shut down overnight, it's still my parents and I having fun and you know, whether my videos get 5 million views or five views, I had fun making them with my parents. And honestly, isn't that all what we just want is just to have a positive relationship and Absolutely. enjoy this. And you know, we play yeah. to the algorithm so often that I'm like, you know what, we're just going to do what we think is funny. If other people think it's funny, great. If they don't, 
who cares? We had a lot of fun with it. Yep, hit it right on the head right there. Yeah. <laughs> and with like all those and the tiny little pea brain of some people who watch the videos, I can't imagine a lot of negative comments in your videos, but I got to imagine some people get creative with mean comments. Uh, yes. Uh, it's the internet. There's going right. to be trolls. Very uh, true. Yes. I get my fair share of negative comments, both publicly on my, on my, on my videos and in my DMS. Um, and it blows my mind sometimes. Um, I had somebody very recently, uh, comment, uh, that all deaf people should be euthanized and castrated because they don't bring anything to society. Jesus Christ. And I was like, okay, well you're clearly trolling. Yeah. Um, on my most viral video to date, the one that's over 5 million where I talk about captioning mm -hmm. on an airplane, uh, there's a whole bunch in there. You can go in there. They've got hundreds of comments in response and people keep Good. doubling down on it, but people are like, uh, captioning is dumb. Like just, oh, you know, talk to the that. person next to you. You're lucky that the airplanes even have the TVs in there. Like look out the window, read a book. And I went, well, it was an overnight flight to Paris. Um, the person sitting next to me was my wife. <laughs> um, and like a lot of people assume I'm deaf in my videos too. So sometimes I just let them dig their own grave. Right. And you know what? It, if I only spoke sign language, how am I supposed to communicate with the person next to me? And why would I want to intrude on their experience on an airplane to entertain myself? Um, at the same time, people are like, bring an iPad, bring your own stuff. Funny story. My wife and I did bring our iPad. We downloaded a whole bunch from Netflix. Nothing worked on the plane. For some reason, it just didn't download properly. And so, the, I mean, even if we move away yeah. from the entertainment side of all this, they were like, captioning on airplanes isn't important. So then I just commented back, what about the safety briefings? All it says on the screen is announcement in progress. Shouldn't my parents know what to do in case of a water landing? Right. Because I do. I've heard the announcement 10 million times. Doesn't mean my parents do. Absolutely. Or anybody who's got a parent with kid bouncing around. Wouldn't it be great if they could just see it? Like there's, but yes, I get a lot of weird comments. Some of them I chalk up to ignorance. Some people, mm -hmm. I, some of them I chalk up to the fact that you weren't educated to the, the needs of the deaf community. So I try to be polite in my response. Now, if you double down, I'm taking you out. Yeah. Just straight through. Someone said on one of my more recent videos that all deaf people should have cochlear implants. And so I was like, oh, I'm fed up with this. Um, if you're not familiar with a cochlear implant, it's like a powerful hearing aid, but it, it uh, requires surgery because it goes into your brain. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's not right for everybody. It actually uh, makes the sound of somebody's voice sound like they're a tin can, a robot, or like they're, you know, it's, it's, a, it's not a good normal, you know, quote unquote normal uh, voice hearing. So I'm like, well, for not, some people, it just doesn't work. And it's a ten dollars to $20,000 surgery that insurance doesn't cover. Insurance doesn't cover hearing aids for my dad either. Don't know why, but it that's what happens. And so I'm like, well, you're paying out of pocket for this. And there's a whole host of reasons why not. it's not right for everybody. It's just a tool to help enhance, but it's not a replacement. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I just told the person, you know, after they doubled down that they needed to sit down and keep their ignorant questions to themselves, unless they're going to pay for the surgery for everybody in the country. Absolutely. And again, 
not about me. And I don't know if you caption swearing and you said that you respond being polite. And I don't know if you can caption this, but here's a huge fuck you to every single one of those per- people. <laughs> and I'm being serious because trolling, yes, can sometimes be fun, but you can troll on things that there's two sides of like politics and sports. What you're doing, there aren't two sides of it. There's only positivity. Right. And so I, I don't see how you can have a negative bone in your body or thought about this. Yeah. I actually screenshot all the negative comments I get because I want to look back on them and laugh. Um, early on when I was doing this, they, they cut me deep. I'll be honest. Uh, because I was like, all right, I, I have dealt with discrimination and oppression standing next to my parents where people think I'm deaf too. And I'm like, I can hear you. Yeah. I can hear you talking behind my parents' back. Um, and so I screenshot them just as a reminder of like, all right, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Absolutely. Um, and as the great poet Eminem once said, <laughs> If you don't have haters, you're not doing something right. Absolutely. Mic drop. (laughs) These things are probably expensive. We're not sponsored yet. Thank you. uh, I'll drop it and then Bill Garrett's. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) You know what? You know what? This, this is probably worth one of those large tins at Garrett's. You see how expensive those are? Fuck this mic. You can only get the tin. You can't even have the popcorn. This is is the collector's edition thing too. Those things are expensive. They they like, they send us like a thing like back, like, all right, we're not going to pay, but we'll just give you a giant tin. Done. Yeah. I I could get paid in popcorn. I'm good with that. I wouldn't mind that if we ran on popcorn. I would not mind that at all. But also like you got to know how much money they're making. Nobody survives off selling one thing and they only sell popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> like that's how much. Well, just- I mean, if you go to the movies, you know that popcorn's like marked up like 1500% over what it costs to make it. Like that's where movie theaters make all their money is concessions. Yeah. Yeah. Because it tastes better. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> I got popcorn to go at a movie no, theater once. That was, this I, is, that's insane. I, I don't blame you for that either. James has two insane stories. The first being he needed to pick up tickets to a movie before the movie. And I drove him there and he went in and bought two tickets and came out with a large cherry Coke <laughs> and popcorn. And we had to go to class. Like we had a class to go to. <laughs> And the biggest part is James didn't ask if I wanted anything. <laughs> like well, that's the second he, thing. He used his whole weekly allowance <laughs> to get those two things. Seriously, I had to like look at my bank account. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, the, the, he didn't realize he could literally go two stores over to Jewel and actually get like things for. It's not the same. I just remember though, like I said to the guy, like I bought the tickets and the, I said to the guy, I'm like, can I go in and buy a popcorn? And the guy's like, uh, yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> and so I like walked out. Like there's just something about getting the movie theater popcorn hits and it was a whole different experience eating it in Pat's Mazda. After. <laughs> there, there is nothing wrong with movie popcorn as long as you're a billionaire that can afford it. Well, James is going to be. Not, I will one day, but it's not going now. to be because the second story Pat was going to tell. The second story is great too. I meet James out for a night of um, adult beverages and sports watching. And James wasn't feeling good from the night before. And he goes, Pat, I think I just created the best drink of all time. I, and I go, tell me about it, James. And he goes, vodka lemonades. <laughs> and I was like, what, what do you mean? And he goes, vodka and lemonade. No, and I go, pink. James, do you pink. think you just started vodka lemonades? <laughs> the next, hey, the next thing you know, he, he's going to add in 
iced tea and be like, you know what this is? And you're going to go, yeah, John Daly. <laughs> He's like, no, this is a James Cullinane. Yeah, it, no. was, it was like finding out Santa wasn't real. Oh, I, uh, yeah. We've told that story 700 times on this podcast. I do not care. It's <laughs> one of my favorites of all time. Which one, the popcorn or the lemonade? The lemonade. Because <laughs> there was a point in time in your brain, which I love that you thought you invented vodka lemonade. <laughs> I did. Like, I was, my brain most, like wasn't functioning because okay. like the night before I had a drink one. on planet Earth. I, I, I am with you. I have had so many great, like I think comedy epiphanies and I'm like, this is amazing. Uh, one of which was going to be a, a sketch called Honey Bunches of Goats. And I was so excited. And then I went online and man, there had been like a thousand different people on Twitter who had, had already made the same pun. And then I'm like, yeah, vodka lemonade. Oh, Ryan Whitney, Barstool Sports. He's got his own vodka lemonade. God damn it. Dude. So, I think it was before him. Hey, high school was a prime time for just weird food combinations. I'm, I'm with you a thousand percent. I asked my math teacher one day if we could bring in like, if we could make waffles in class. Oh, that sounds awesome. And he was like, yeah, sure. Go for it. Thinking we wouldn't do it. It. And sure enough, like five of us, we all split it up. One person, like the next morning, brought in egg, like Eggos. I brought in a toaster. I bought at Target for 10 bucks. Someone else brought syrup. Someone else brought butter. So we start plugging in. In comes the teacher and we're popping out Eggos. And of course, first thing, do you have enough, do you have enough for a little class? And the guy's like, yeah, we went to Costco. He pulls out the big box. What, you guys didn't want to do Belgium style? That's not going to fit in this toaster. It's a 50 minute class. I had the great, my brother had the greatest invention for two years of high school. Every day at lunch, I ate a bagel with cream cheese and pepperoni and salami. Oh, that sounds glorious. It sounds disgusting. Please don't say that. Because <laughs> I, not you, Sean, not you. I, you know me, I didn't have the same reaction. I never said, oh, I was like, that's probably amazing because you could put shit on a stick and I'd be like, that sounds amazing. <laughs> and then I tried it and I was like, wow, I didn't think it would be this good. And then I ate it for two full years. And then I graduated high school and I was 230 pounds. <laughs> I don't know if correlation equals causation there, but uh, I'm pretty. I think it might have been the heavy carbs and heavy cream cheese every (laughs) single day. Okay, okay. Well, not to be the guy that asked the host questions, but I I, want to turn the tables on you guys. If you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Pizza. Like specific food. Oh fuck! It's a general food, and you can do whatever you want to it. Is how I view it. Chicken wings. Chicken wings, that's a good one. I like that. My initial thought was pizza too, but I feel like I've answered this question before with chicken parm and I'm just like not huge on chicken parm anymore. Can I cut you off for a second? What are you thinking? Yeah. I think about this question every single day. (laughs) I'm going chicken wings. I'm I'm doubling down chicken wings. I think about it every day. Every single day I think about people are like, my girlfriend keeps asking me about the new viral trend. Do you think about the Roman Empire? I'm like, no, I don't. I think about if I had to eat one thing for the rest of my life and it's been pizza lately and that's the answer if you ask me again in a year i'd probably say something else but right now the past 15 14 days <laughs> it's been pizza <laughs> i think i'm on it i'm, I'm in, on the pizza I'm yeah. on, what a, you can't go wrong with pizza because no. there's so many different styles oh, right they're all fucking so good <laughs> uh, yeah coming from the guy who just talked about having what on a stick and liking it shit <laughs> looks good shit on a stick brad I mean, what's yours I, I mean, I think I, I think I go pizza, but last weekend um, we had a, a party for my wife's uh, five-year cancer-free uh, anniversary, officially in remission. Oh, yeah. It's a very, uh, it was a very exciting day. Also, that same, it's last, it was a week ago on Sunday. Uh, that day, well, the vet also called me and told me my dog was cancer-free. So I was like, hey, holy shit! Hit it again! Sorry. Hit it again. Sorry. 
DJ play that shit. Um, so we had a bit of a, a party last Saturday and, uh, you know, we were expecting a bunch of people. So we ordered a ton of pizza. I'm still like sweating pizza <laughs> out every port. <laughs> From where? So, uh, Phil's Pizza in Bridgeport. Hell yeah. Yeah. It was, it's delicious pizza. Uh, Phil's, if you're listening, sponsor us. <laughs> guys, I'm, 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 I'm working, I'm working the angles. You're working you the angles. I'm trying. I love it. I need um, it. But we had like three jumbo pizzas left over that nobody touched. And man, I went to softball the next day and I had two games. I tried to force feed people pizza. <laughs> take it, take Nobody it, take was it. having any of it. Uh, like victory slices if there was a home run, like boom, yeah. you got to eat a slice. You had yeah, a homer. You did. And they were like, if you want me to hit another homer, I can't eat that cold pizza right now. <laughs> I'm going to take a double no. here. So as much as I want to say pizza, um, I am currently on like day yeah. seven of yes. just eating pure pizza for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Well, you look great. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I, I worked out before I came over here just for you guys. I figured for an audio podcast, why not look my best? <laughs> so great. That's why I never work out before. <laughs> so good we don't have video. <laughs> One day. So what's your choice now? You, you're pizzaed out. I'm pizza out. Um, man, this is hard again. Uh, I loved your answer to chicken wings. I could eat chicken wings all day. I, th- I, I there's like You're so limited. <laughs> No, there's so many different flavors. Okay, no, I'm going to go with loaded fries. Oh, my man, I love- Loaded fries. You can put so many different things on them. And what's what's the, what's the better than French fries? Nothing. Exactly. Such a good answer. Depends. Exactly. <laughs> maybe, maybe tater tots. This is, this is why loaded. I'm sitting here and you're sitting there. <laughs> I have a special mic. <laughs> <laughs> but like, okay, so potato's the answer. And- Oh, fuck. I was so set. I'm going to think about it tomorrow. I'll let you guys know tomorrow. All right. Yeah. Keep us posted. But dude, loaded fries in a, in a helmet. Um, all right. Before we transition off of you and into our sports of the day, <laughs> um, the last thing I wanted to ask you about, because when we started writing for our sketch show, Coda, the movie, had just come out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not really a question more so just like how fucking cool was that to like, just watch it with your parents and relate so hard to something. Uh, I love the movie. I think it's fantastic. There are things in it that are a little Hollywood magic in it. Of course. Um, the, uh, you know, I was watching the movie with my wife. My wife got annoyed with me cause I'm like pausing it every five minutes to be like, they should have done this. They should have done that. Um, but I will say that as a whole, 90% of that movie spot on to my life and my other Coda friends. Um, there are other Codas in the world that are like, uh, they're a little iffy on it. Um, they, I love the deaf representation. Uh, the mom in the movie, Marley Matlin Academy award winner actually went to high school with my mom. That's awesome. <laughs> no my, my mom uh, was four years older than her and she was her counselor at a deaf camp. So my mom was like, yeah, you know, I know her. And when Marley wrote a book, my mom was like, so excited to read it. And I remember she got to the high school chapter and she runs into my room and she was like, you need to read this. And I was like, I didn't know her. And she goes, I know, but she's like exaggerating in this sentence. I remember that story. And I'm like, mom, like it's a memoir. Like she's going to frame it. So she looks like the good person here. I remember this. Um, Bullshit. But then like, you know, Troy Kotzer winning best supporting actor. Amazing. Again, one of, they were amazing in everything they did. Daniel Durant, like I, will forever look up to them for the amazing job that they did representing just like the deaf experience and also representing like some of the struggles that deaf people have to go through to appease the hearing world in things that the hearing world 
forces upon them that they don't have to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing that I think every coda has said though is the woman who played Dakota is not a coda. Right. Uh. She's an amazing singer. She was an amazing actress. Her signing was smooth, but there were like little things where you're like, that's not exactly how I would have signed it as a coda. Um, again, love the movie, but the, uh, uh, if nobody's watching, I don't want to ruin the ending, but I think you can all predict it within the first five minutes of the movie. (laughs) She goes into that singing audition and you know, she, uh, sees her parents up there and she starts signing it while singing. Uh, but she had been hesitant like this whole movie to do everything like that. And that's where I call BS. When I was six years old, my elementary school opened up, uh, they remodeled it, like tore it down, rebuilt it. And we were having a big concert. I remember the first rehearsal we were all singing. And I said to the teacher, my mom's going to, my mom and dad are going to be there. They're not going to know what we're singing. Can I sign it uh, as well? And she's like, great idea. So like the big song, I got to stand in front of the entire school. (laughs) I got a solo and I got to sign it. And I was like, if I knew at six years old to sign for my parents, (laughs) she knew at 18 to be signing long before that. But of course you need that Hollywood magic. You need that moment. Um, And my mom always refers to it. You know, anytime I tell her like, oh yeah, you know, I'm pretty bad at singing. My mom's like, no, you had a singing (laughs) solo at six. And I went, mom, you may be the only person in the world that thinks I sing like an angel. And it's because I did it in a silent language. (laughs) That's awesome. Shout out mom. Shout out mom for sure. I love my mom. Uh, Yeah, we can play off each other so well like that. And I mean, yeah, I I, I probably set her up a ton in ASL with her friends. And yeah, she... uh, yeah, we have a great relationship, and I can't I can't say anything bad about that. Yeah. I love it. But yeah, Coda's an amazing movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Apple TV. It's It won so many different awards, and it's just a wonderful, heartwarming story. Uh, there is a scene in there where the dad catches uh, the girl and one of her classmates uh, in a room, and he assumes they're going to have sex. So he has to give her the talk in sign language, and it's a hilarious <laughs> scene. But it's the reason why I didn't watch it with my parents. <laughs> Even at 34, I do not know that I want to. Yeah. Um, my dad actually gave me the talk in sign language. So I uh-huh. not only had to hear it, I had to see it. <laughs> and my dad loves dad jokes. And I know I'm ranting here, but this is too much fun. Yeah. Uh, my dad loves dad jokes. And sometimes English and ASL have overlap. So my dad tells me, hey, son, um, don't have sex. Um, especially phone sex. It's the most dangerous. It's like, what are you talking about, dad? And he goes, yeah. He goes, your mom and I had lots of phone sex growing up. And, uh, well, that's why we both have hearing aids. <laughs> oh my God. That's going to be so tough to hear. Imagine this as like a, a, as like a 10, 11, 12 year old. And then your dad starts cracking up. And I'm like, this this is already awkward enough. And you're sitting here telling me dad jokes. Shout out dad. Shout out dad, dude. Uh, I I get all my dad jokes from my my sense of humor from my dad. Um, When my wife is over with like, when we're over at my parents' house, my mom and my wife now have a system where if my dad and I tell a dad joke or we make a pun or anything like that, they rank us (laughs) one, one to 10. I don't think I've gotten a positive number in years. <laughs> that, you guys did half me over. I'll get a 10 every time. They're my favorite. Oh, my favorite thing okay. ever. My favorite dad joke my ever dad ever did. We were playing catch out in the front lawn, you know, 
Shout out white picket fence, <laughs> suburban life. Um, and all nice of a sudden, <laughs> exactly. Beautiful on, on a cul-de-sac, you know, <laughs> um, and uh, garbage truck rolls up down the street and then another garbage truck rolls up and the guys hop out and they start like yelling at each other. And then a third and a fourth one pull up and these guys start punching and like shoving each other in the street. And I turned to my dad scared and I was like, what's going on, dad? He looks at me and he just smiles and he goes, guess they were trash talking. (laughs) (laughs) You got, you got to do that. I think you need to get Brady's phone number. And when Brady gets too high, you just got to call him. And just, Seriously, just I'll give it to you right rip now. these, just rip these for 30 minutes, bring Brady back to what? reality, and he will be the most happy person in the entire world. Every Sunday morning, you're going to call Brady, just to cure him. Everybody thinks that that's just such a simple joke, and it's not. It's witty. It's on time. It's perfect, and it fits. Hey, hey had you come to the sketch show that, that uh, Pat and I were in? You would have seen a sketch that I wrote called Bunny Union, where the rabbits in the hat go on strike. <laughs> I counted. There's 74 rabbit puns in this sketch. Holy shnikes. It's a five page Can sketch. you give us another dad Maybe. joke? Oh, of course. <laughs> without hesitation, Jim. Without, with, without, without any doubt. Um, do you guys know why scarecrows win so many awards? <laughs> no. Because they're always outstanding in their field. <laughs> Hey, okay, you, you, I think it's because I understand it. <laughs> I'm glad you understand it. <laughs> See, you say that, but you don't know me okay. yet. I'm not the smartest. My, my, okay, so whenever I go to like a Chipotle or any place where, uh, you know, they, they have a small side item that I really want and I don't want to pay extra for it, I usually walk up and I say, hey, if I tell you a joke, <laughs> will I get chips and guac for free today? And usually they're like, I'm so over getting paid minimum wage. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Make me laugh. Make my day. And it's worth me sneaking a chips and guac to yeah. you. Yeah. And I always go. And this is a little bit darker. So I like to say this is a teenage dad joke. Not, you wouldn't tell it to an eight-year-old. Yeah. What do you call a dog with no legs? Mm. It doesn't matter what you call him. He's never going to come. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brady, where do you find a dog like that? Right where you left them. fucked <laughs> up. See, this just gets the boys going. That's so good. Yep. I mean, what are you supposed to do? He already had the mic ready. I think this this is the best episode for Brady to have that mic. He's just, literally just cleared my sinuses. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> if, if, if you guys could see it, you know, on, uh, on our viral videos here these days, Brady's been uh, shoving that mic so far in front of him, it's smacking him in the back of the head. It's just doing full circles. Is that a big head joke? You know what they say about guys with big heads? Big brains. That's right, baby. Yes, sir. Thank you. Get your mind out of the gutter, all you listeners. Oh, I don't have a gutter big enough. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. Like everyone thinks I'm joking and I'm not. That shit. I love that shit. <laughs> that shit gets it. me going. I I, uh, I entered uh, ten puns in a competition and a pun competition. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I thought they were all golden, but <laughs> I thought I won. I really did. But no pun intended. <laughs> 
Okay. All right. All right. All right. You know, you know we're getting into pictures. So, so, so no, no. Here, the the one thing on my Instagram bio that I stand behind is that my useless superpower is that I can make a pun out of anything. I'm sure once we're all done here, you can give me a topic. I will keep going yeah. with the puns. That's just what I do. I love it. And I'm going to give you my number right after this. <laughs> Please I do. It. I need it so, so bad. I uh, need so this I, I, in I, my I, life I, every day. Brady, I'll leave you on this before we take up all the, all the air. You know when a dad joke becomes a dad joke? I oh, know. <laughs> I love that you're already laughing in this situation. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. When it becomes apparent. <laughs> Right now, you don't have a fucking just ready looking at you. Oh my God. Hey, dude, it is, it is great. He's For, getting Brady right as the start of it. And, and if you don't like dad jokes, I promise my stand up is not dad jokes, oh, it, it is be. stories and jokes. Um, but uh, it's yeah, uh, I'm, I'm trying to show off my versatility on this podcast. I, I love what you asked Brady the last of Brady. <laughs> I can't keep answering because I'll go all day too. I'm going to pee my pants. Uh, and all right, so we'll give Brady a break from this. Um, but obviously Brady now needs to see you live in action on stage. So can you hit us and our listeners with some availability you have for us to go see you live? Absolutely. So I do a monthly stand-up show at a place called My Buddy's Bar in Chicago, Montrose and Clark. Uh, the next one is, uh, I don't know when this podcast comes out, so tomorrow. forgive me. Tomorrow. Perfect. Uh, it's this Friday, October 13th. Uh, it's I give the comedians a small stipend for coming, but then the rest of the ticket proceeds all go to a charity. This month it's going to one of my, uh, one of the charities my wife's a part of for breast cancer awareness month. Um, hashtag, uh, we all know breast cancer exists. So donate to places that actually cure cancer. Mm. Um, like Metaviver stage four is the only stage, uh, of cancer that kills people. So donate to the cures, not the awarenesses. Mm -hmm. But uh, this charity has been a huge, huge part of my wife's journey over the last five years. So donating to them. Um, and then I am all over the place. But October 21st, I'm at the Mascot Hall of Fame uh, just over the board and into Indiana. Something we didn't touch on was I was a mascot after my sophomore year of college for the Schaumburg Flyers. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm also at Shuba's Tavern on October 25th. Uh, Deaf Nation for for all of my deaf culture and deaf community people out there, um, performing on stage at 10 30 in the morning. And then that night I'm doing a cancer fundraiser at Gilda's club, uh, called Gilda's night out and, uh, November 7th, uh, at a live one, uh, doing a, a whole bunch, but, uh, follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, whatever makes you happy. YouTube. I always post about my shows there. Um, and you never know. Sometimes I get pulled into shows last minute and, uh, if you're a comedy booker or possibly Lorne Michaels, uh, you know, keep me in mind for all your good stuff. Just if you stumble upon <laughs> If you happen to. I, I assume Lorne Michaels is an avid listener of this podcast. It's shockingly, he is. I've turned it down <laughs> a couple of times. You I, 
<laughs> Brady's on a roll right oh, now. Sorry, I think. Sorry. Well, I, I, I think I've reached the point with Brady. Again, I'm not being humble anymore. That if I say three words, he's going to laugh. I need you to stop talking about serious stuff. <laughs> we need to I'm get ready to, to burst every time. <laughs> we need to get to sports so Brady can. Yeah. We need to get to sports so Brady can really zone in. But on that's his anger. so true. I mean, I know it's sort of kind of a joke, kind of awareness, like the whole thing that you do. It's like don't donate to awareness funds. Yeah, like so I mean, we, like, we, we I didn't even it. get to this, but yeah, my wife got diagnosed six months after we got married. Uh, she found a lump on her breast and, uh, you know, fortunately we caught it somewhat early. She was stage two, but, uh, you know, she's five years out now. So she's officially in remission, uh, which is great. Uh, but it also means that, of course, like I was standing next row through this whole journey. Um, I have a breast cancer set, of course, and just, a, you know, jokes about cancer. You can't go through it without, uh, you know, empowering yourself by laughing at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I like to say I'm a versatile guy, but uh, yeah, I, I just as much like to be an activist, just as much as I like to make people, you know, uh, going on with this stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Absolutely. For guys, hey, uh, 11% of all breast cancer cases are men. So, Men, check yourself too. Wow. Beautiful. Well, congratulations to you and your wife. That's phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you. Um, the irony is my dog also had breast cancer. Yeah. That's <laughs> and I'm and laughing. To your too. Dog. You're allowed, yeah. you're allowed to, but yes, I uh, picked up my dog from her surgery. She had a lump on her chest and I uh, turned to my wife and I said, guess what? You know, dogs really do take after their owners. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that one had to be a little harder. Well, that's bad, but I, I'm hey, not hey. going to. <laughs> Doggone it. Amen. <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. okay. We got to get to some sports, don't we? We, don't we, we do have to get to some sports just to have a little bit of fun between the fellas. Um, <laughs> since we're watching it right now, we'll just start talking with the good old. All right, Brady. I'm fine. I'm fine. All right, cool. The Astros take a two-one lead over the Twins. Um, the Orioles and Rangers are about to go first pitch in about 13 minutes and 46 seconds. The Rangers are a problem. Yeah. Could you imagine if their team was healthy? Yeah. Degrom and Scherzer both aren't playing. It's, it's ridiculous. Nuts. And like we talked about, and I don't like to be right when I'm like rooting for a team, but it's like. Um, I just said the Orioles, they weren't ready to win yet. And they're, they, yeah. they shown that they haven't. Sure. Do they have time to make it back up and crazier things have happened? Yes. But they're just showing a little bit of that youth, a little bit of not being there. And I, but the Rangers haven't been there either. So well, this, this Baltimore team was the worst team in baseball. What? Two, three years ago, two right. years ago, they had a record. I think they had, they had almost triple digit losses. Yeah. So, I mean, like it, with all due respect to what's happening right now, you are right. The, the youth is absolutely uh, on on display on display yes mm-hmm. thank you couldn't think of the word um, <laughs> that's what I'm here for yeah um, but at the same time <laughs> trial by fire absolutely and there aren't anything as um, there are no participation trophies in professional sports but you can take positives from this if they do even get swept I, and if they I don't make it further like I know it's like loser mentality but I think like they're fully fine with like hey we won 100 and what one games and they won yeah. their division and yeah. they're going to lose to arguably the best so team in baseball flip this to the other side to something that I think we're all aware of I mean look at the 2015 Cubs they were young they were inexperienced they had just come out of a couple of years of being pretty bottom seller Sucking. and then all of a sudden they go to 2015 Schwarber puts one on top of the Budweiser sign it's still really going there. it's there it's still there and uh but the thing is like that taught them all they needed to know they go into 2016 you think they would just 
died out when they were back in the series and it, you know, surged them. So they may get swept here, but I, they're, they're Orioles win next year is they, what Brad's saying. I'm in. I'm, I'm down with that as well. I, I'm all down for my, my, for some old Bay and some uh, Natty Bow in Baltimore. All day. I don't. I'm not going to lie to you. There's been times in my life where I forgot Maryland was a state, but I want to go there. <laughs> I lived in D.C. for four years. So um, you can't forget. I can't forget. <laughs> I, I've, I've gone to Camden Yards a few times. It is it is worth seeing yeah. at least once in your lifetime. Uh, Natty Bo is the Baltimore equivalent of old style. And oh, it, is, it, it is fantastic. And I mean, you can't go anywhere without getting some crab dip. Yeah, that, that's like seafood's my favorite, and I watch all these fucking crap seafood videos. on a stick. Seafood, eat it. <laughs> <laughs> seafood I would die. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> right after I moved there, uh, Indiana was playing Navy in Annapolis, and so I went to go see him. This is amazing. Uh, Navy's stadium has a gigantic pretzel where, like, the bottom hole. It, they fill it with crab dip. Ugh. So you just take off that pretzel, you dip it in and you go. Uh, I can't, I, I was saluting our armed forces that day, just in how good <laughs> that crab dip was. And Indiana won. No, they didn't. I think they lost. Um, I but am a I don't remember because that crab dip was so good. For a pretzel. <laughs> too, he dude. loves a good pretzel. I am an absolute whore when it comes to that. Yeah, you are. I, I've seen you do weird things. <laughs> just gross. Especially you having a couple hey, beers too. Stop hey, it. No. Brady, do you know why? Why? Because he's a naughty boy. <laughs> Nautical puns, Brad. <laughs> You're going to make him pee his that, pants that, now. Oh, they could go well, there's, 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 see, see, that, that's called a, that, that's a three-way pun right there. <laughs> yeah. Knots as in boats. Yeah, mm-hmm. Knots because it's twisted. Mm-hmm. And not, I mean, yeah. yeah, three times the fun. It is, but baseball wise, yes. I back to baseball. Back to baseball. Strike, strike two for Brad. Um, it blows my mind that the Rangers have gotten as deep as they have without Degrom, Degrom, or Scherzer, or Scherzer. Yeah, that yeah, just shows you even, how good they are. They didn't really even have Scherzer. I know that was the biggest. That's too. the. Like, what is he going to go down as? Just a guy who was fucking amazing in the regular season for a bit. He's a Hall of Famer for sure. I don't know though. He, yes, like, he is. He's a Hall of Famer. Does he? He probably has like the most strikeouts. He's and all that got shit, what four Cy Youngs. He's just wasted so much time in Detroit. Whatever. Um, the he's others, got a World Series. With who? The Nationals. Uh, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Speaking yeah, you're of the right. Nationals, you're the right. Twins and Astros are also playing. Pat says that it's somewhat electric, but also just not this at the same time, which is as true as ever today. Nine to one with the final. Abreu hit two bombs. Yeah. And I know how you're going to react to this, and I'm not <laughs> looking to uh, put you down whatsoever because, again, no, I think I know how you're going to react to this, but I do have to ask as a journalist, mm-hmm. how does that make you feel? Um it's a luxury that we couldn't do of having a Brayu bat fifth. Yeah. So the Astros constructed just a beautiful lineup, except for Maldonado um, trying to pimp a single. Um, <laughs> but having one of the best power hitters be able to bat that far down the lineup does nothing but good things when it comes for pressure situations. Yeah, that lineup. So if you have to face El Tuve, Jordan, Kyle Tucker, Bregman, all before Jose Abreu, like that pitcher's fucked. Yeah, what do you like? He, that's one where you don't even get off the bus. I know no loser mentality around here, but I'd be like, hey, coach, shoulder hurts. Yeah, I mean, you go El Tuve single, Bregman got out. Um, Jordan no, loves to walk. 
No, but he had roped a couple doubles. No, He's I know. Got three homers this series. But I'm saying if you do decide to pitch to him, he oh, has yeah. a very disciplined eye, too. Yeah. So he's, so he's the opposite of Javi, Javi Baez. Yes, let's not talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> um, Someone yeah. who is not playing. But uh, I don't know what, like, the, the Twins or Astros, whoever wins this, I'm not pumped, you know? Yeah. The so Twins win the smallest shit contest, whatever. What? Did you guys see that uh, Carlos just passed like Derek Jeter and a bunch of other guys in terms of postseason RBIs? Yeah, Correa. Yeah. yeah. He had some crazy success. That just slipped by me. Yeah, which just is... casually. Yeah, I didn't think he had that many postseason RBIs. Yeah, he shouldn't be allowed to do that. That's unfair. Yeah. I mean, that, that Astros team that won the first one, that was a ridiculous lineup too. And they cheated. Yeah, that's also So it true. doesn't count. Phillies Braves. Now this is actually this electric. is this one. That's why I say that Twins Astros is somewhat, but not really electric, is because you're watching Braves and Phillies the night before and the night after. Yeah, that's what electricity looks like. Those two teams have nothing but personalities on the team. It's so great watching them play. What happened last night? Last night there Harper. was Harper on first and a deep fly ball, and it was caught running into the fence and Harper was already at second, like trying to fucking book it around. It was caught. Oh, okay. they fire it back and Harper's booking it back to first base and he gets doubled up game over. The he best part of up at first. Sorry. And they were yeah. down. The best part about that was Harper had passed second base, had to go back, touch mm-hmm. second, run to first. They overthrew the cutoff man. Mm-hmm. And the only reason they got him out was because the third baseman was yelling, one, one, one. And the momentum of him screaming it and jumping up and down and pointing <laughs> took him halfway down the baseline. The ball then bounced right to him. So he grabbed it, threw him out at first. Had he not been so energetically yelling one, oh, he wouldn't shit. have been in position and had the momentum to then nail him out at first. Oh, fuck. I thought you were that totally was a great joking. I thought you, I thought, I thought you were setting him up again. used his powers to put the ball to first base. <laughs> I mean, I can be making jokes, but, yeah, no, no, but, but okay, Bryce Harper it. being thrown out at first on a base running error mm-hmm. is no laughing matter. Yeah. No, it's not, especially to end a game in the playoffs. What's the rule? Never make the third out at third? Or first. Or on the basis. It, it, it just, <laughs> I, I don't blame Harper for wanting to try to sneak in that extra run. He's just such a beast. Like, that's just in his DNA to yeah. do that. But yeah, anybody else you could be mad at, not him. Yeah, I, I also think, why aren't you just hovering right next to second base? Watch that right. ball. If it drops, you're standing right next to second base. You can get home in time. Right. right. But you decided to go blind toward third. Yeah. In yeah. a clutch playoff game. And again, it's easy to be the armchair, right, you know, course. manager here. Uh, Recliner dad. You know, but but hey, I, I play 16 inch. Come on. I, I know how to anticipate outfield throws. Thank you. Yes. As do um, I. But no, I mean, I think that was just, that's the, that's, that's the adrenaline in him. He just wants to win so badly. He is going to sell out and take a shot and yeah. it's a 50, 50 shot. He just happened to be a hundred percent wrong. <laughs> Stuff. I hate those odds. Those <laughs> odds suck are, every time. Um, another series that we thought might be more electric, but it turned out it's not 
and it's switched for a lot of people. The Diamondbacks are just fucking fun. Yeah, switch for a lot of people. Give and yourself ridiculous. fuck Clayton You Kershaw. are allowed to turn off your humble. Thank now. you. Yeah. Everybody go suck my butt. <laughs> Isn't it like you and the Brez D-backs got are about to swing Kershaw out of the playoffs. Y- you and Brez got in a heated argument about that, right? Yeah. He was I like, forget the argument, but yes, no, we you got were like, heated. he was like, oh, they're not that good or something. And you were like, they were at first all of like first. Oh, half. yeah. He was like, uh, like, what's the oh bigger downfall or bigger disappointment like this team or the Diamondbacks? And I was like, what do you mean the Diamondbacks are a disappointment? They were at first in a stacked NL West. Stacked in a division. Also, zero projections to go far at all. And then they yeah. did nothing but outperform their biases of other fans in the entire season. They were underdogs for most of the entire way until they started getting a little bit of hope. Then they had a little down spell, and now they're back in the playoffs embarrassing Clayton Kershaw on the Dodgers. Yeah, which is insane because, like you said, embarrassing. They're not just beating them. They're no. beating the shit out of them. Yeah, they're gross. They are freezing Freddie Freeman at the plate, which you make one of the most consistently likable and consistent bats of all time in the last couple of years at least, look like a statue with a curveball. That's yep pretty scary to do that was a really tough video for me to see yes brad sorry if you don't know this i think baseball is as easy as it gets Um, (laughs) right the sport the sport where if you fail seven times out of ten you're a hall of famer right that sport's really easy you're right wait 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 wait, we can can get into this everybody uses that argument and i'm saying you're using it against yourself if i can fail seven out of ten times and i'm a hall of famer that's fucking easy okay so how about uh how about bo jackson being asked, what's harder, football or baseball? And he said, baseball by far. That's why I love it. It's well, a challenge. Then let's take ask let's Derrick take Henry how hard football is. <laughs> like, okay. Bo Jackson was so powerful, he destroyed his own hip. He didn't do that in baseball. That's what I mean. That's why ba- football was easy for him. He's fucking a god. Okay, how about Deion Sanders saying the other day, in all the sports he's been playing. Baseball was by far the hardest. Head of baseball, yeah. He said, there's nothing harder. And he includes playing Oregon on the road in that argument. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Hey, Dion, why don't you worry about Oregon and <laughs> USC, pal? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I, I, whatever. I, I'm going to stand by this. Uh, I, I, I would love to see you in the cage against Kershaw throwing you. Uh, here's the thing I don't practice it every day. I shouldn't be able to hit him. Probably still could. Probably still could. In October, everybody can hit Kershaw. Bang, zinger, I'm back, I win. Um, D-backs can win it all. (laughs) (laughs) You practice breathing every day, but I think I've heard you coughing plenty today already. That is not nice. That is not nice. And I was laughing at your funny jokes. I wasn't coughing. (laughs) Um, All right, so Rangers might just do the thing tonight. Um, winner of Rangers O's faces the winner of Twins Astros. Um, and then Phillies Braves face the winner of D-backs Dodgers. For those who don't know which side of the divisions and leagues we are in. Um, yes, I believe that the Diamondbacks, the way they're playing right now and the way that the Phillies and Braves can both be beat, the Diamondbacks and the Rangers look like the front runners right now. Oh, I'm slithering all over the place right now. Yeah. Thing is, though, I don't like that World Series because I got to see World Series in a cold place. I got to see winter hats on in the background. It's like, I don't like it being in a southern market. Sure. I mean, that that makes sense, but it's extremely selfish of you. Oh, sorry. Well, <laughs> yeah. the Rangers just so built that new stadium with a roof. It's an aircraft carrier. Yeah. Well, it's Texas. What would you expect? Please James, you're too up selfish. aircraft carriers right now. Touchy subject. Um, 
NFL? No, we're going to do a little bit of, uh, we don't, I don't even know. Uh, yeah, that's going to be Sorry, our basketball joke. and hockey. Um, hockey puck. Love it. James, what's, uh, what's happening tonight? You guys going to the Bedardi? <laughs> <laughs> I could see that building in your body yeah. waiting to come out. Uh, it's like a throw up. My name's Kevin and I like to Bedardi. Uh, <laughs> no, my name's Connor and I like to Bedardi. Yeah, that's even better. He's been trying to use a pun since you and I started our whole rant. <laughs> oh, it's been building and festering. Yeah. If the Black Eyed Peas were still together, we'd need another version of it, of their song, and it's called Let's Get Bedarted in Here. <laughs> this wordplay is so good. <laughs> Brad just brings it out of and, the fellas, and dude. you took out a word that I don't like. I know. You replaced it with something I really like. Yeah. We should just go down to the United Center and start selling those shirts right yeah. outside. Let's get bedarted in high. Uh-huh. Let's get bedarted in here. I'm sitting here. I'm going to tell you, all I want to do is make a ladies lump reference <laughs> somewhere in here, but make it a bedarty lump yeah. reference. But I, I'm. Workshop that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We had a little bit more time to prepare the sports puns. You had to figure out your puns to get Brady on your side. So yeah. we we allow you this time to think on that behalf. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> um, uh, other things in the NHL, I have don't no care. idea. And it's probably because of that. Yeah. That's why I haven't looked into it because I usually look at other teams because I'm like, I'm not watching the fucking Blackhawks this year. They suck. But now I, I, I want to watch every fucking game. This yeah. kid in the preseason, I know the preseason is different than regular season, Starting but I don't soon. know how much different it could be in hockey where like, I don't think you can like go half ass in hockey. And he looked really good in preseason. And I know they may not win a lot of games, but I think he's just an electric, absolute need-to-watch show. And it's kind of awesome how he's just going up against Sidney Crosby in his first NHL Mm -hmm. game. So old school, new school. Hey, old man, get out of the league. It's mine now. (laughs) That would be so awesome if he actually (laughs) said that to him. Imagine a 17, 18-year-old telling you, old man, you're done. We're turning turning off the humble today. This is is the uh, origin story for Wayne Gretzky. You know, Mario Lemieux just skated up on him. You're done, old man. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to go be the points leader. Yeah. 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 Nice try, Take away my goals and I still will be. Why don't you focus on rescuing Princess Peach? (laughs) (laughs) Take it back once. Sorry. It's okay. You got to put the humble button back on. Oh, sorry. Turn it back on. I'm humble again. (laughs) I suck at everything. Oh, I mean, Uh, now it's back on. Not not hyping up the opponents tonight uh, for no reason, but did you guys see that video of how the Penguins delivered season tickets to some of their longest standing season ticket holders? No. They had players walk up to their doors and deliver them the their season tickets. So there's a video circulating online of Sidney Crosby walking up to this guy's house and his whole family's out on the porch and he's in his jersey. They're in their jerseys, of course, and he hands them like a duffel bag. And I'm sure there's a jersey in there. But I was like, how dare you? How dare you make me like your team here? Yeah, right? Because you know what we do? Fucking absolutely amp up the price of tickets. They're going to lose 80 games this year, but Bedard comes and they're struggling to sell it out now because they're finally realizing that, yes, he's exciting, but you're still not going to want to watch your team lose. And I think it's up like 80% from last year. Well, sure. How is Reinsdorf going to pay for his seventh yacht? Well, he somehow probably gets money from the Blackhawks, even though he doesn't even fucking own them. It's but like, because they, the they split the United Center. Does well, he no, own the United Center? I no. think they, they, no. they, well, they share it because yeah. they share it. So I think they, 
they co-own it. If I'm he probably mistaken. owns United Airlines too. <laughs> that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. That would I'm, make I'm, too much sense. I know. I mean, with the Bulls and the Blackhawks sharing the, I don't know the ownership of it, but it's not the city. I know that. It's, yeah, no, it's that's just 50, only 50, the, right down the middle. The white yeah, it's like to split the pot. Um, <laughs> you pay comment, I'll pay the cable. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's all I really have. Yeah, for the no, that's uh, really all that matters. What? It, my one thing about hockey, if the Oilers do not win the cup this year, they will never win the cup. It's yeah, like, I think they got to move if they don't. They yeah, like that city will burn to the ground if they do not win the cup. Yeah, I'm not expecting them to. Yeah, and McDavid sure. will kind of be like, wah, wah. McDavid will be like, yeah, I want to go play with Connor Bedard. Yeah, yeah. No, people are gonna be like, oh, who's Connor McDavid? Did you mean Connor Bedard? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nice. The, <laughs> nice. The first, uh, the first Canadian team to win a cup in what like 20 years? Yeah, it's been longer than yeah. that. Yeah. Though, I mean, if you look at it, so many of the teams that have won the cup. 90% of their teams are Canadian or oh, European. Yeah. There's oh, Canadian yeah. players. Oh, the players all, all over the place. Yeah. They're either Minnesota or Canada. There's no in between. Uh, there isn't really so an in between for months. Yeah, thank Sorry, you. Sorry, Pat, but no Bedard was on the screen. He, oh, looks, yeah. he looks 18. He looks like, like Chris Montroy. But they say that he's really uh, confident <laughs> and calm. So I mean, he threw that beautiful saucer pass in the uh, preseason that the guy then bungled going to the net. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and I love how that made SportsCenter top ten. That's yeah. how that's how depressing the Blackhawks are. I know. A good pass got us. Yeah. On the board. But at least they're on ESPN. I just wonder yeah. how uh, when Bedard plays really well. I wonder how it affects LeBron's legacy. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, Draymond Green got suspended for it. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> All right, more let's, for you. You're right. That was just really good. I'm All sorry. right, let's I'm do uh, let's do week five review and week six preview. Let me just read off the scores real quick. Yep. Uh, Bears beat Commanders forty to twenty. Jaguars beat the Bills twenty five twenty. Texans lose to the Falcons twenty one nineteen. Panthers lose to the Lions forty two twenty four. Colts beat the Titans twenty three to sixteen. Dolphins beat the Giants thirty one sixteen. Patriots lose to the Saints thirty four to zero. Ravens lose to the Steelers seventeen ten. Bengals beat Cardinals thirty four twenty. Eagles beat the Rams twenty three fourteen. Jets beat the Broncos thirty one twenty one. Chiefs beat the Vikings twenty seven twenty. Cowboys lose big stinker to the forty nine forty two to ten. Packers lose to the Raiders seventeen thirteen on Monday night football. <laughs> Well, if we need to talk about it in order, I have one thing to say, and that is that the Bears are the second best team in the NFL Love when that. it comes yes. to gaining one yard. Do we have? Do we want to talk about any other games? Um, just a couple of highlights from a couple. Why? Uh, I want to end with the Bears. I have a lot to go. Oh yeah, perfect. Okay. Yes. Talk about the Niners Cowboys first. Yeah, yeah. I have one note from that game. The 49ers are really good at football. I was just gonna say the Niners <laughs> are an absolute wagon. Yeah, and I don't really see a team giving them much of a problem as of this moment. It's also really cruel that that game is scheduled in December when we should just have it now yes. against the Eagles. I mean, that they're. What? The Eagles, oh, Niners, Niners Eagles. The, yeah. The the guy that wants cold weather baseball doesn't want cold weather football. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> um, Careful, James. Your hypocrisy is showing. Another former player on national TV says that a uh, quarterback sucks. And it was a guy who said that Dak Prescott sucks. And he does. I don't think he sucks. I just don't think he's good. <laughs> like, I mean, you just can't say the guy sucks. I mean, the Cowboys are relevant. They make the playoffs or near the playoffs every year. So he doesn't suck, but he's mm -hmm. just not good. And in Dallas, you have to be great. So I just don't think after this year we will see him, which is all oh, hot take. Yeah, I get it. But, and then Michael Parsons is saying they better watch out for the next time we see him. I don't think they're any somewhat scared to see you again. 
No, I don't. I don't think the Cowboys have any sort of like chip on their shoulder. It's they can talk like they have a chip on their shoulder, but they really haven't backed it up since week one. Yeah. M- Micah Parsons going on national TV or like his podcast and saying, "Oh, they're just not better than us, buddy." Two years in a row, you got knocked out of the playoffs, and then you got smoked on prime time. Thirty-two points better than you. <laughs> I'm not good at math. But Thirty-two is better than zero. I am good at sevens, and I know that's more than four sevens. So. <laughs> uh, Jets. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to bring up the the Patriots trying to outdo the Panthers and the Bears for the number one pick all of a sudden. Yeah. They are horrible. What I won't stand for is people talking about Bill Belichick because Mac Jones is the worst player I've ever seen. Well, He's worse than Russell Westbrook. I, Sorry, you haven't been here long enough. I really don't like Russell Westbrook. Well, that's fine. <laughs> we, 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 we played the swish noise of the metal... And then yeah. we all, and then we all talked hockey. We never went back to basketball. Thank so you when for you went, understanding me. When you went to Westbrook, I was like, I thought you were going Russell Wilson. Oh no, that, he's that's, ugh, double thumbs down. That's what I, I mess up those two all the time. No, I totally meant Russell Westbrook. Okay. Thank you. That, that, I, I was just, I was just checking. I was like, yeah. just, just, just diving into that. But yeah, no, I mean, Bill Belichick, uh, some people were saying his seat's getting a little hot over there in, in uh, Foxborough. And you I'm like, can't. Well, I think if you were able to draft, uh, you know, Caleb out of USC, I mean, Bill, you want Bill at the helm. He's the guy who's going to draft him. Right. He's the GM. Like, he's not just the coach. So you could say, okay, he won six Super Bowls as just the coach, but he wasn't just the coach. He was also the GM. You cannot fire this guy. I know people are saying that, but I can almost guarantee you I can't know because I don't talk to Robert Kraft every day anymore after Tom left. Once a month. But I'm 99.9% sure they will not fire Bill Belichick. I love right now what they're saying about Mac Jones, how every day it's like, oh, out of Mac Jones's camp, he's not good enough to have a camp. Yeah. It should there's just no be him way by himself. He even has a camp. There's no way there's They're like, people. oh, out of Mac Jones's camp, it says he is not happy. You can't have one. Dude, what, he, it's it's summer from like his, <laughs> his camp is right next to uh, Trubisky's camp. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Stern, but fair. Um... And apparently, according to you, also Dak Prescott. Yeah, no, it wasn't me. It was a professional player on national television, which I love. I think they should be more transparent and more honest. But you just can't do that in this day and age. Be like, yeah, Dak Prescott sucks. Oh, thanks for your analysis. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) You can't take my job. Um, More notes. The Eagles are undefeated but look beatable from my personal notes. If the Bengals start figuring it out offensively, I don't know how they can just start figuring it out defensively. Timeout on that game. Hmm. What did Jamar Chase ask? To throw him the ball. They did 15 times for 168 yards and three touchdowns? Yep. Yep. There you go. You, you win. Super Bowl. Well, yep. It doesn't take a fucking genius. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to your best player. Yeah. I love that, though. I love what I love. I'm, I'm right in the middle of coaches should coach and players should be players. I hate diva wide receivers. If we want to talk about Stefan Diggs, we can. I'll go on day in, day in and day out about how he's just a cancer to the team. But when a guy comes out like that, and initially we talk about armchairs, we talk about recliner dads. When they see Jamar Chase come out, I'm, I'm always fucking open. They're like, oh, what an ignorant fucking asshole. And then me, I'm like, I mean, it's Jamar Chase. Yeah. And then they do it and then they solidify it and he puts his balls on the table. I fucking love that. It took so long to put that point. Jamarvelous 
Yes, my man. <laughs> I still do want him to change his name to Jamar Uno. Yeah, that would be sweet. <laughs> That'd be sweet. I mean, it's just Bengals top wide receiver. You kind of have to. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it would only make sense. It would only make sense. If it don't make sense, don't make dollars. For this guy's real. name is oh, Jim Jimerson. I, I, <laughs> I would love him changing his last name to Uno. Just so that we can make all the Uno card puns. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we can be like, oh, look, he's skipping over that guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, reverse. Hey. Reverse. Yep. Reverse. Reverse. But the, the great thing one. is you could put Jamar, you could put Jamar Uno in a reverse. Yeah. Wow. That would break my brain. <laughs> we Dude. are just firing. We got Garrett's. We got this. We are all. Yes. Yeah, Brad, you might be officially tied. You need an NIL deal because we're giving them out. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. You can forge our signatures for sure. Yeah. As, as long as it's with a magic marker. <laughs> That's all I need. Feather pen. Bring it back. Full um, Jaguars are still in London. Uh, they I beat mean, the Bills. So they are just London's team. This was as predictable as it gets. It's as easy as it is. Jaguars in London, two weeks, acclimated, Bills, not, easy winner. You just got to, you got to fucking take those little things and Mm -hmm. don't overthink it sometimes. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, but if they move to, uh, did, did you see the field? Which is like really puts things in perspective if you're a soccer fan and I'm talking to non-soccer fans, football fans, they wouldn't let them play on Tottenham's grass. Which makes sense. Makes total sense. Yeah. But then don't play there. Yeah, it's like the holy grail. Dude, they were talking about it after the game. Like it was like playing on concrete and then I watched them put the field on. There's about an inch yeah. of buffer. Like <laughs> I, I, these guys fall down on purpose on grass. Football players get tackled. Yeah. I don't know. It fucking blows my mind. The NFL gets stupider and stupider as the NHL with their season tickets holders get smarter and smarter. So it's the Alamo dome all over again. Can't Basi- forget the Alamo. Basically carpeting on uh, concrete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The fucking the St. Louis Rams old stadium too. It's yeah. like, how did, I mean, why do you think Barry Sanders retired so early? Right. Hey, <laughs> this is so true. <laughs> I mean, he ran for 4 billion yards and people are always wondering like, why did Barry Sanders and you just solved it? Yes. Yeah, You're incredible. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm just trying to, you know, see, I feel like the more analysis I put in here, the higher Pat makes my NIL deal. Uh, oh, I mean, fuck, we don't have that much yeah, money. Yeah, you got to step it down. You, yeah, you're not sorry. supposed to you, say the quiet part out loud. You, yeah. Oh. yeah, you guys got any change? Is <laughs> that my out loud voice again? <laughs> <laughs> got any <laughs> change? I, I see two couches in, a, in an armchair. Yeah. There, there's at least 37 cents between the cushions. Yeah. How did, yeah. He, how did he know that? Fine, we're selling them. We're sitting on the floor. Uh, Colts, Titans. <laughs> Yep. Do you have uh, Giants? Awful. They are bad. Nobody cares about your fantasy team, but I traded away Zay Flowers for Anthony Richardson. Got Anthony Richardson immediately onto IR. Mitch so, us to this game. That's how Raven Steelers, Zay Flowers, they had five drop passes. Mm-hmm. And you, you in a football game, you can't point to a couple plays you got to think about the whole game but like those type of plays where you're missing five wide open plays yep. can change the game and i yeah. think that's what did so i mean, I mean people Zay flowers had 11 targets five receptions yeah that's tough it's not good um and then that's all i really have uh cooper cups back he's always fucking open too yeah but the eagles are just so damn good pat right again sorry you know whatever, yeah, whatever. packers raiders was kind of about boring me. jimmy garoppolo is just a winner yeah, uh, crazy for real. Crazy. What was his rec- What's his all time record? I think, it's, I think he's like fifty and fifteen now. Yo, when you when Brady said that, I'm like, yeah, it is like ridiculous. He it, does not lose. I mean, forgive me if you guys have already said this, but uh, 
Good old Jimmy, Rolling Meadows native. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Eastern Illinois, Tony Romo. Yeah, he's not even the best quarterback out of Eastern Illinois, though. That's hilarious. Sean Payton. Hey. Yeah, that'd be James for a year and, like football, year and a year half. And a half. You, you want to bring this back. You know how many people have been born in a in East Akron Hospital? No. Multiple NBA players. No Steph, way. Steph Curry, LeBron, LeBron James. Uh-huh. What was he playing with Cleveland at the time? Dell? I have no idea. I <laughs> just went to that one because that's where LeBron was born. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do if I liked yes, he him. knew he knew a four year old who was like hitting <laughs> yes. every shot on his little tykes hoop, and he's like, "My son's got to be born there." That's the chosen one. <laughs> no, I think it's just weird how like these certain places all of a sudden produce like random skill. Like, what's going on in Eastern Illinois in the water that's making their quarterback so good? Yeah. Some people call it coincidence. The Illuminati. Other people's call it predicted. <laughs> I'm going East Akron. All right, let's get to week six preview. Go ahead. I'll wait. I'm going to, I got to listen to you guys first because I'm new here. Wait, what? Didn't you want to talk about the Bears? I thought you wanted to do it. No, I want to do it now. Okay, then yeah. They don't play this week. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they they do. do. They're on a bye. No, we play the Vikings. No way. Yeah, Yeah. we play the Minnesota Vikings without Justin Jefferson. I thought we played Thursday night football. That had to buy, and that's why we had all this time. No, it's a mini buy. That's what they were saying. It's a mini buy. I was going to have a good Sunday. Yeah, we're supposed to do something. Well, but Jefferson's out, and apparently Jefferson has more career receiving yards than any Bears wide receiver in history. Scheffner reminds us of that every single day. We all saw it. Too bad he's not going to be on the field. Yeah, that's crazy. IR four games with yeah. the hamstring. Yeah. Okay. Well, well let's talk about the talk guys. About let's, let's talk, talk about the boys. Justin. I am new here. I need to keep getting that across to everybody because I was so diabolically angry after the Broncos game. I was there. I was drunk. So what? After it was 28 to 7 mm-hmm. and we're all riding high, but everybody in the stadium knew that something could happen because this is what the Bears do. I'm ignorant. I'm new. I said, no, no, no. This new Bears team. We're going to fuck it. No shot. We got this one. I'm a Justin Fields hard hitting Bears. 28 28, fourth and one. Bears call a timeout. I get up and I leave the stadium. I'm walking out of the stadium. Half the stadium is with me. And I'm looking around and I'm like, why are you guys so mad? I'm going to get to the bar. Um, That's why I'm leaving early. And then you look at these people's faces and they're like, we know what's going to happen here. I'm like, fuck, I am a part of the we know what's going to happen here crew. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. And so, sorry, it's bad context. I didn't explain it well, but this is why on Thursday night against commanders, I wanted them to lose. I don't want anything good to happen anymore. And I just want him to, I want Justin to get traded. But then this happens on fucking Thursday night. He throws four fucking touchdowns for 300 yards, which I know he can do and which I predicted that he would do before the season started. Now, what I didn't predict was that the defense and the whole team would just randomly all fucking work together in unison and win a game by 20 on national television. That's not right. Thank you for rubbing my back. I wanted to quote it. I think you should leave six times during that little rant. I know. I, I live by Robinson. I swear to God. Why don't you just tell us how you really feel? That's exactly how I feel. And I feel so good by getting that off my chest. And I didn't want to tell everybody that I wanted them to lose because it's like, oh, I'm being a sore loser. I'm not going through the drought that we're having. Like, this is a part of being a Bears fan. But again, I know what winning looks like. Tom Brady is my real life dad. So I watch seven Super Bowls. So when I'm not seeing what they're doing, I'm like, fuck this. I'm abandoning Chip. Which is a little bogus and a little unfair and a little fair weather. I get that. But you can't tell me weeks one through four didn't look like the worst football you've ever seen in your life. It was up there. 
Right. And then we come out and when we do this, I'm not smart. I can't comprehend. And then you can't switch up on me like that. It, the, the biggest thing I saw out of the bears in these, it, in their, like their comeback to relevancy here is what you already said. The team was united. Right. You had offense, defense, special teams, all executing at a high level. Do you guys realize, do you remember that Chargers team where they were the number one offense and the number one defense? Like mm-hmm. Rivers and LT and yes. Sean Merriman. And then they missed the playoffs because their special teams was that bad. Yeah. Yeah. One of the craziest stats of all time, by the way. Yes. So that's what I mean. Like having all three phases on, and I know it was the commanders. They well, were like, we're the bears, but we're yeah, the right, bears. Right, right, right. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm with all you guys. I, I'll, I'll take the wins as they come, but yeah, it I was, won't. No, I know you, I, you clearly made that well Sorry. known. Thank we're you. good. Uh, no, but I was definitely in that camp too. I was like, Hey, if we're not going to win, let's go. But I also think then this means they clear house uh, with a bunch of the players. And then when you do that, all these guys are fighting for their next contract on, you know, on the Buccaneers, right? On you yeah. know, uh, around, uh, with the Broncos or in the Canadian Football League, yeah. Arena Football. XFL. Here I come, yeah, exactly. The rush. Right. So Sponsor I mean, like, it, as much as I wish they would just kind of roll over and 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 die on the field, sometimes there's a reason why the Texans went for it at the end of last year when we got the number one pick because those guys are fighting for a roster spot on a different team next year. Right, but do those teams look as good as the Bears did on Thursday night? I think we're, we're going to go back to Jamar Chase. Did DJ Moore not call out uh, Justin Fields a bit and say, hey, just throw the ball my way? See, Justin yeah. Justin threw to DJ Moore against the commanders than nice. he ever had. And, hey, I'm not saying you're right, but I'm saying you're right. I just want more, more than the more we've been more and more. Yeah. I Boom. couldn't agree more. <laughs> nice. Um, but, yes, two of this commanders game, I – I really wanted to like be out. I wanted to be out for good. Like just be like, okay, let's have it be detrimental. As of right now, we have one and two pick. Fine. We talked to Eddie about it. We talked to Cap about it. Like the only way it was going to change is if it like drastically showed that it needed to get changed. There's a part of me that thinks this win hurt us more than it helped us. And then the part that's coming more to the forefront is just I'm scary back. In on all of it, Justin Fields is, the, is what you the want. The NFC to say. is so up for grabs, especially our division. Like the no, Lions, it's not. the Lions are. I'm saying our division. Yeah, I the Lions are so good. Get a wild card spot. You never know. Yeah, that's not our division. One in four. Sorry, that's not our division. That's the wild card. This is well, why I'm in such I'm a mental think. pretzel, James. I love you. I respect your brain. You simply can't believe that this team is going to continue to win football games. If they would have beat the Broncos, we would have won yeah. Thursday. That, that, thank you. That's exactly what I'm saying. So after the Broncos game, you have to give up. I'm and not giving. I know you won't, and I'm not telling you what to do. But I'm kind of telling you, Ricky Bobby. Bobby. I, but here's the thing: Hawks are on a power play. You won't give up. <laughs> you won't give up because. Okay, hold on, time out. I have to say something. There's a there was a boost or something on FanDuel where if Bedard's first point came on a first, uh, a first <laughs> period power play, someone's gonna win like fucking four grand right now. No, oh. yeah, really. we'll, we'll we'll keep going. Um, he's they're not putting him in. Uh, 
the greatest position to score, though. Yeah, I have no idea. They're, 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 they're keeping I don't him know anything about hockey. But <laughs> on that power play, they had him back on the blue line. Unless he's going to snipe it oh, from back there. Sniper. He's a sniper. He's oh, a sniper, oh, see, no like sniper. That pass was even cool. Yeah. But, okay, so this is why I'm in such a fucking pretzel. It's because you guys know I'm the hope guy. Like, And that's all I've ever had. It's all we've ever had as Chicago sports fans. I know I've had Tom Brady, and I've been blessed. I get that. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, Brady. But this is the first time in my life I didn't. I don't have any anymore. Yeah. And, and my roommate's looking at the screen after the game he's like oh we got the schedule coming up we got the Vikings we could beat them how can you guys continuously let your hearts get ripped out just, I've done it for years it's just a part of it but they weren't ever you're supposed new. to really you're be new. good I, that's why I keep putting that out there and I'm trying to help you but also, like, after Thursday, I was like, wow, I really should, probably shouldn't tell people that I wanted them to lose because I want to be back in so bad. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> just fun. Oh, here we go. Fun. Here we go. Oh, oh, that was that was the best look he was going to get in that power play. Damn. I'm, I'm not I'm not saying uh, the Blackhawks look great, but uh, that was a disappointing power play. Yeah. We got 30, 25 seconds left. So yeah, but we, Bernard's face, now out. we face Minnesota, Vegas, Chargers, New Orleans. I don't see how the over-under of those games isn't set at 63. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about Thursday, which is so fucking crazy, is that the defense had takeaways. They didn't give up the big plays. They only gave up 20 points to a decent offense. Like, yeah. I don't know. So, I guess the only, <laughs> the only like... It's like the saddest, I don't know. I know. The only bright spot, Justin aside from winning out, which is... Unlikely, impossible. Some not say. impossible. Oh, that went in. Um, I don't want to say it, but <laughs> what happened last year is about as good as we can hope for this year, which is have our offense come out, score a bajillion points, and lose by two. Right, and that's not good enough for me. Again, I know. I know it's not good enough for me either. I know, and I don't know how to treat this team. I don't know how to treat my fandom, but I'm. So close to just being ungodly back in for no reason. Do you know what we do when we don't know what to do with our team? We go dive headfirst into the shallow end of the pool. No, 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 not even close. We put all our money on the other teams. Now uh, give me some spread for next week. <laughs> Hawks are already down. All what? right, the Hawks are down. I was lobbed that one. <laughs> whiffed. Yeah, baby. I whiffed. Brady, do you need a swimming dad joke? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I really have to pee. Let me get up in We'll save it for another day. All Please right. Text me it tomorrow when I wake up <laughs> we and start, I don't go to work. We start Thursday night. Broncos at Chiefs. Chiefs minus 10 and a half over under 47 and a half. Ravens at Titans. Ravens minus four over under 41. Gross. Commanders at Falcons. Falcons minus two and a half over under 42. Sea. Seahawks at Bengals, Bengals minus three over under 45 and a half. Niners at Browns, Niners minus six over under 37 and a half. Over. Uh, Panthers at Dolphins, Dolphins minus 13 and a half over under 48 and a half. Colts at Jaguars, Jaguars minus four over under 45 and a half. Saints at Texans, Saints minus one and a half over under 42 and a half. Patriots at Raiders, Raiders minus three over under 41 and a half. Cardinals at Rams, Rams minus seven over under 48 and a half. Eagles at Jets, Eagles minus seven over under 41. Lions at Bucks, Lions minus three over under 44. Giants at Bills, Bills minus 14 over under 44 and a half. Cowboys at Chargers, Cowboys minus two over under 50 and a half. And our Bears take on the Justin Jeffersonless Vikings, Vikings minus two and a half over under 44 in a half. All right. 
This is I. I thought I was in a mental pretzel with the Bears. I'm gonna say some shit here that's gonna have you guys like, is this, is this guy okay? Um, Don't worry, this isn't recorded. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Based on how I usually gamble and what I'm gonna say to you right now is just insane. I'm mm-hmm. taking the under in the Philadelphia New York Jets game solely Wild. based on that the Jets keep staying in games. I have no idea how their defense is so good, and Philly would be very content with winning this game like thirty to seven. Now, this one's going to surprise you, and I'm taking the Patriots' money line against the Las Vegas Raiders. And the reason it's going to surprise you is because I might be the biggest Raiders fan outside of Las Vegas that there is. Um, <laughs> Probably a million I, I, of them. I, I don't know. There might be a few left in Oakland. Yeah, and, and New England Patriots look like the worst team on planet Earth. And this is just all signs point to Las Vegas, so the line should be minus 15 and a half, but it's three. So if you're going to take them plus the points... You might as well take a money line. Thank you. Dive Patriots into the shallow end of a pool. Money line. And again, I'm jagging off so hard right now. Oh my God, dude. Stop me from jagging off with you. Yeah. Jags minus four. I love the Gardner Menchu story. It's not even a story anymore. It's real life. He's playing well and comes in and helps them win games. But at Jacksonville's coming home, sleeping in their own bed, playing at home. Off a big win against the Bills, I don't think they let down here, and I think they crush the Colts. I'm not touching the Bears game. I just can't do it. And then my lock of this this might be a video uh, play (laughs) where I have to put this out there, and it's going to shock you again because last year my team was the Broncos. I ran with Russell Wilson all over the place. Oh, don't do it. I am hammering. The Kansas City Chiefs, oh, okay. and a half, and I will find it however I can for alternate lines as high as you could possibly go. You can't get big dicked by Nathaniel Hackett. He has a goatee. I respect other people with goatees. He looks awful. His favorite movie is Goldmember, and he just big dicked somebody. And that somebody was the fucking Denver Broncos. You can't get lower than them other than maybe the Patriots and the Giants. Chiefs by a million. And that's on Amazon Prime. And that's an Amazon guarantee. Do you think the Chiefs beat them by more than they beat the Bears? Wait. Yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They're going to have 50 points at halftime. (laughs) It's going to be a good old-fashioned beatdown. As long as... Taylor Swift gets to see a team get beat by more. <laughs> she yeah. better she better be there. We to gotta stop this. showing her. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll get also, into her another time. Also, before your picks, James, we do have to shout out Roberts Blaine. He had two picks yeah, against the Packers. So that's awesome. a it's a great move. I'm sorry, James. I had to do it. Yes, shout out Roberts <laughs> All right, Jimmer. Uh, I am going with my first pick. I'm just taking the Bears plus two and a half. I'm just taking simple points. Taking money line. Fine, money line there plus 120. That was not hard. <laughs> you have to pull my arm. Um, I and then I will go the Niners minus six. Love that. And then I love Mortal Lock of the Week. Rams minus seven against the Cardinals. I think that's the Rams offense is going to absolutely cook next week. Yeah, thank God they got rid of Van Jefferson. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. Oh, man. Puka Doncic and Cooper Cup are going to be fucking around. That's something I would say. I like that that a lot out of you. Um, Before mine, Brad, do you have a couple picks? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I just want everybody to have fun Mm. and enjoy their. No. Um, (laughs) Thank you, because you're about to get roasted. (laughs) I would never make fun of you. (laughs) I was going to say, you want to heckle me? Come on. No, 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 no. Come on. on. Sorry, I'm back in my corner. (laughs) Um, 
I agree with you on the, the Chiefs. It's just going to be a bloodbath. Would have been so funny if you just said, I agree with all of your picks. <laughs> <laughs> would have been a bad idea. It would have been a horrible idea. But yeah, Chiefs roll, no doubt. Yeah, Chiefs are there. The one thing I will say is I'm actually a little skeptical of the Jaguars. Oh, I know you guys are, are high on them. What do you mean we're high on them? I took the money line two years ago and they sucked every single week. <laughs> we're not we're not high on them. Mm-mm. We're what? Jagging off. We're jagging off. Ah, uh, yes. I'm I apologize. <laughs> I the puns are the there. The apprentice Brad. becomes I, the master. I, I, I forgot I forgot this was Pee Wee's Playhouse and I had to say the secret word. Right. Please. Uh I feel like my heart's been broken by them way too much in the past. They're coming back from a European tour. I think they're just going to be a little bit still too big for their britches. Absolutely. And what they're playing the Colts, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I mean, going to IU, all I ever heard about was Jags Colts going off each other aside from playing the Patriots. I don't know. I just feel like the Colts are going to come out and make it competitive. So I feel like the, uh, it's going to be a much closer game than the gambling odds say it's going to be. Yeah. Didn't they just play each other? Yeah, they did. It was fairly recent. The yeah. Jaguars schedule is actually insane. Like <laughs> yeah. those two London games are both home games for them. I'm almost positive. Well, we did a huge in-depth analysis last week of them. And this oh, the, this is not trying to be an aside, but uh, do you remember when you know the Bears started on, into this whole Arlington Park thing, and Lori Lightfoot was still the mayor, and she said, "We're going to go get another team to fill Soldier Field." Jacksonville, and, and Jacksonville was the team that she was going to go after. They're going to London, Pally. <laughs> Pally. They're going across the pond. Yeah. I don't think Chicago is on their top 10 list. Well, the owner's from Chicago. Yeah, Con. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like, hey, I'm not, I never say never about the greatest city on earth. No, I know. I'm just saying if there was a decision between London and Soldier Field, I'm not talking about the city of Chicago. Yeah. I'm just talking about the dumpster yeah. that is well, Soldier Field. You either play on concrete at Tottenham or you play on lumpy grass at Soldier. Super fair. <laughs> either way, you're getting bad <laughs> Field conditions. Well, now I just got my lock of all time because the Ravens take on the Titans in London this week. Could you imagine Derrick Henry shoving you down into concrete? Wow. Where are they playing? Are they playing Tottenham Hotspur? Yeah. Oh my God. Add it to my card. Yeah. Titans are four point dogs. I hate the number four. I love it. So I'm taking Titans money line. Yeah, I'm in. Henry's running by just going, cheerio, old pip, as he scores. <laughs> He's got the Sherlock Maybe Holmes hat on. Might yep. be the first time someone with dreadlocks has said that, and it's going to be even more of a pile drive into the ground. Mm-hmm. Don't think there's a more demeaning thing that could possibly happen to you in your life other than a Derrick Henry yelling at you in a British accent while <laughs> stiff-arming you on the most uncomfortable field in the world. <laughs> that is awesome. I am changing my lock even though I'm so high on the Chiefs. They're going They're going one down. Titans fucking roll. <laughs> Derrick Henry is not touching that turf. Yeah. Uh, He's going to make sure his career lasts and whoever tackles him, that career is ending right there in that concrete. They're he's going to run on the their bodies like who he's knocking <laughs> yeah, over. Exactly. Yeah, it's yes. like lava. Floor's lava. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, got you. Dang it. You're going to see Ryan Fitzpatrick come off uh, out of retirement yeah. to dive under Henry being like, <laughs> we got to preserve that body. <laughs> Vrabel would even do it for him he too. He would. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man. There's a streaker on the field and he's. <laughs> it's the coach. <laughs> 
Rabel's like, just get me. I've got the fat. Just land on it. <laughs> yes, Mr. Rabel. This uh, is what they mean about cushion for the pushing. Oh, I like that. Um, James, I think I got to go back to the Saints again. Saints are taking on the Texans at Texans. One and a half point favorites. So Saints again. Um, I really, really want to take the Buccaneers against the Lions, so I'm going to do that. Buccaneers money line. I love that analysis. <laughs> I can't I can ask for anything more. Three money line bets. I really like it. So yeah. take they're all they're all underdogs. It's Baker, yeah. it's, it's Baker Mayfield's revenge tour. Oh, yeah. it was it was public <laughs> weekend. Brad, welcome to the show. Um, <laughs> me and Baker Mayfield have a lot of things in common. Um, they love each other. We're, Heisman we, winners. Heisman winners um, got a lot of criticism and uh, overly cocky, as some people said. But um, when it comes down to the nuts and bolts, uh, not cocky, just better. You know, Um, the line, the line between confident and cocky is winning and not winning. Yeah. And I tend to be on the not winning part. So cocky. That's four things in common I have written down right there. And we kind of look alike. Put five. It's a whole hand. Let's also put up if, if he doesn't win this year. He's officially washed up, so he can come on the podcast. Yeah, washed up. Yeah, DM him to come on. He is. It is. It is. <laughs> if he grows a mullet, I swear to God, I'm oh going to freak out. I'm so I'll be back in on him if he grew a mullet. And then I think I'm just going to hammer in. the Cowboys' downfall uh, for Monday night. Chargers are underdogs against the Cowboys at home off a bye. I was overthinking yeah. that once. Herbert's so going to be fresh. Yeah, my first and Eckler's back. Yeah, yeah. My Hammer. first thought was same as you. Just Cowboys just haven't looked good, and they're playing against a really good offense. And then I started thinking about it and went yeah. down a rabbit hole, so I left it alone. But the two things that scare me of this whole slate is that the Niners Browns game is an over under of 37. That makes me want to hammer the over, but they want me to do that. So it should be the under. And then the same thing for the Cowboys chargers Cowboys are a two point favorite, which makes you want to hammer the chargers. So you should do the opposite, but I'm going to just do what they're telling me to do and it's not going to work, but we'll see. That was your logic that you explained that one day that made so much sense. You're like triple reverse jinxing yourself. <laughs> and it's it's never it's so, never the well, we it, can't remember it by Sunday. <laughs> I know, but if if you're listening to it, it's definitely to parlay the Cowboys covering two and the 49ers Browns going under. But I will not be able to physically plug that in myself and be happy about it. I'm so, not saying that the Bears can't bounce back, but I'm not saying that they can either. But maybe it, it, this is going to be a tale of two teams, good bears or bad bears coming out. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we get good. Yeah. Brad, thank you for coming out and joining the fellas. Yeah, Brad, thank you so much. You were fucking fantastic. Thanks for having me on guys. This was a ball. Go bears. Let's go get that carrots. And go bulls. <laughs> Stay hydrated this weekend. You know, it's getting chillier out there. So just make sure to still drink your water. It's important. Music by Pat Mallers and Chef Charles. <laughs> Feels so good. Thank you for coming back again. This has been Season 11, Episode 10 of the Washed Up Podcast. Peace, love, and happiness. Shot City, come on and ride with me. Get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones. Do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing along with the set of light shows. I know, I ain't so fly, don't you? So too, shawty tryna come through to kick it like kung fu On the blood cruise with the sunroof open I'm the one who everybody love, everybody wanna be like me I cha-cha real smooth, do-do-do-do
Do-do-do-do-do-do I break rules and race roofs Sit great goose with great juice I make moves and I make the music And ain't loose, homie Fall back like I don't Okay, I gotta go Ride out la dee da dee do I feel fucking awesome To the wrong tie, can't sink with the salt dry. Land, one day you gotta learn to fly. Curve the plot, cook it up, serve it hot. Shorty thick like a car bomb. Oh Lord, won't quit till it's all mine. On God, I've been steady trying to get in my way. That's the only way that I get down. Ever since I focused on my Got it.